who likes you. Hello, everybody. You know what it is. It's Drake. That's gotta sound terrible on the microphone. I'm not gonna lie to you guys. But you know what? It's a vibe team. Hello everybody, what's going on? Hello YouTube, how's it going? Hi, my pitbull's in the video with us. We got YouTube going as well today. Hopefully YouTube's going as well today. We messed it up last time, but that's okay. That's okay. Steven Aller here with me. Say hello, gentlemen. So I don't think I'm just by myself. Here. Okay, mic check, mic. Okay, here we go. This is the best part of the song right here, so. Steve loves Drake. God damn, that's a good song. I'm not gonna lie to you guys. Alright, and I got one more intro song for today. A little Motown, a little, little throwback. Something to get our, our spirits up. And this yeah, dog is gonna mess else. everything up. <laughs> Stella, go. Go, go. Get back on the bed. What are you doing? I'm letting it rock! Luther Vandross. Never too much. If anyone that's our age has no idea what this is, wants to go check it out. Little Vandy. If you're a millennial, go check this out. <laughs> Even though I'm not a millennial. Or no. You're not a millennial either. But Steve's a millennial. We had about two minutes of intro songs. I think we're good. Uh, welcome to episode 17 of the Blake Mayfield podcast. I am your humble and gracious host, Blake Mayfield, and I am here with uh, just some good guys, man. Just, just, just some dudes, you know. Uh, I got Alex straight across from me. I have Mr. Steve to <laughs> Mr. Steve to, <laughs> to my left. Uh, gentlemen, how are we doing? How are we doing? How are we feeling? Feeling great. What was, what was the word Eric used? Swell. Swell. <laughs> I still can't use it. Still can't use it. I said I wasn't gonna. I'm doing it. swell. How about you? <laughs> I'm, not, I'm, not gonna use it. I'm doing good. I'm doing good. Uh, I, that's actually a good segue to plug the podcast. If you haven't heard the last couple episodes or episode 15 with uh, a new coworker of ours named Eric, go listen to that right now, man. It's a good listen. He uh, he has some good stories in there about heroin people and whatnot. Uh, <laughs> damn, that's fucked up. That's a plug. I would use on that. <laughs> that's fucked up. <laughs> I want to shout out the Spotify listeners as I'm looking at the microphone, the iTunes listeners, and the SoundCloud listeners. We have a really big uh, Spotify audience as I turn off the songs. Um, we have a really big Spotify audience. I don't know if you guys uh, knew. We were talking about it today. Yeah. Yeah, I, I think we have a really big audience. Uh, big to us is like 25 people, but that's okay. Uh, we're just starting out. Uh, I want to shout out the YouTube viewership. Uh, hopefully this goes up on YouTube. I don't know. I know it's kind of a weird angle. You can only see them too. This is the best we could do for now. Even though I have all the stuff here and I probably should have done a better job. But anyway, uh, you know, it's it's a thought that counts. You know, it's a thought that counts. Uh, also, Stella, my pit bull, is here today. So, you know, you'll be seeing her. Uh, let's start off with some uh, NFL draft preview or review. Um, the Giants took Daniel Jones at number six. Thoughts? <laughs> <laughs> I, I want to get into this because I feel like this is almost like a one in one deal. Like I feel like one of the one of the higher ups, you know, Goodell, Silver, you know, one of the higher ups, came to to James Dolan and, and the Maras and whatnot. 
you guys could have Zion, you know, but you gotta you gotta take the Duke quarterback. <laughs> that's my theory. I, I I don't know if you guys put any credence for that. I, I don't know. I don't know. If that's the theory. I think the the facts are is David Gettleman is David Gettleman, a chump. He's literally a chump. <laughs> A bozo. <laughs> a bozo. I'll call him a bozo. I, I don't know what that guy's doing. Uh, I think we've said that for weeks. Yeah. I think I think we've talked about the most is the Lakers, the Giants, <laughs> and... Uh, Surprisingly, the New York Giants. Yeah. Because none of us like the Giants. It's, because it's surprising that they're, what they're doing. Yeah. Um, I don't think Daniel Jones... That's his name, right? Yeah. Yes. I don't think he's a, a terrible uh, quarterback. <laughs> Thanks, Stella. I just think that there was enough other things on the board at the time that they could have taken other than him. It was just like what? Like Dwayne Haskins? Yeah, I mean, or if, if they're gonna go or with Josh Allen? Yeah, Josh like, Allen, yeah. There, there was there was edge rushers and there was good defensive players that they could have taken. Now they are trying to solve a quarterback issue, so I don't really fault them on taking a quarterback, but that was a strange pick. Um, yeah, Al. I mean, I had him as, like, the fourth-best quarterback in the draft, and he ends up getting drafted like he's the second-best. I mean... He was the second quarterback taken. Yep. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I think the Haskins, Murray, and... Uh, Locke. And Locke, yeah. I think all Drew three... Drew Locke's of, good. Yeah, yeah, I think all three of them are a lot better than Daniel Jones, um, but he fits the Manning fold, is the thing. The, the, yeah. Uh, Peyton, Peyton endorsed him. Yeah. Um... So whenever... Why... Why is Eli Manning involved in his replacement? He should have no say in his replacement. Or, or am I crazy? Like, when was the last time... And I understand Eli Manning's a New York City legend. He did win two Super Bowls against the greatest quarterback, or maybe player ever. You know, like, we understand these things. He threw two of the greatest passes, whatever the case may be. But why do you, at this stage in your career, why do you get to decide, or not decide, but have a say in who your replacement is? That is the weirdest thing to me. Like... Kobe Bryant is not going to pick out his replacement. LeBron James is not going to pick out his replacement. Peyton Manning didn't pick out his replacement. He just retired. He just won and retired. John, uh, um, uh, what's, uh, John Elway. I almost said John Lynch. John Elway, he didn't ask Peyton Manning for any advice. I don't think he did. It didn't leak if he did. I hope he didn't because he took some terrible quarterbacks. Yeah. Um, and like you said, this was a Manning-endorsed quarterback from both of them, Yeah. obviously. But I, I think... I mean, I, I think that they listened to... I don't think they really listened to Eli on that, in my opinion. Uh, Even though Peyton endorsed him? I, I think Peyton endorsed him first, so they thought, okay, well, if Peyton's saying that this guy is this guy, then we're going to listen to him. Anyone's going to listen to Peyton Manning at any time. Like, you'd be, you'd be a fool not to listen to... Not even because... Because a lot of players aren't good GMs. Look at Michael Jordan. John Elway hasn't really... Honestly, hasn't done. I mean, he hasn't drafted good quarterbacks, so he can't be. I mean, super he, good at he did win a Super Bowl as With executive. A Super Bowl is a Super Bowl. Yeah, but but you know what I'm saying. I like, I, I totally understand so where he, you're coming from. But I mean, really, he, that is on the resume. All these quarterbacks that he's taken have been terrible. So it's not like he's seeing some sort of. <laughs> I mean, really, they're not even having good drafts. Period. <clears throat> no, so it's and a lot of that's on him. So, but anyway, uh, so getting back to the point of Peyton Manning endorsing him. He's just a loved guy and knows talent, I think, and so people listen to him. Because he, I mean, he could coach if he wanted to anywhere. Yeah, uh, absolutely. He's he's one of the smartest guys ever around football, so I think that's why people listen to him and are and should listen to him. Um, 
Like, we'll just have to see. But with Eli Manning, I mean, he should have been gone. He should have been gone like three years ago. Yeah, and, and, and we can and we can beat this like a dead horse. And, and we have. Yeah. Dave so, Gettleman and Eli, and I mean Eli was the profile picture for one of our. Yeah, so I mean it's like it is what it is at this point. Like they're they're just gonna. This was supposed to be the draft that like they bounce back after the Odell trade. You know they're changing the culture, which I think that's all a bunch of bullshit too. But we can get into that later. Um, You know, and this is what they do. And they have three. I mean, you're gonna tell me Daniel Jones wasn't gonna be available at 17? That's a, yeah. Or uh, what was 24, 26, yeah. whatever their other first. I mean, they I didn't had even three like, like their, the Raiders even, did. Even I didn't even if, like their pick at 17 either. Even if he wasn't available there, one of those four quarterbacks is gonna be available. Yeah. Like they, they, none of them are running away with that best player, anyways. Out of those four quarterbacks, none of those are like. Well, Kyler's way, way better. I, I don't think so. Not for that. That's what they're saying. Yeah, yeah. I don't watch so, enough college to so, know. But what but. I'm saying is, is he's not like an Andrew Luck. You know, it's not like a surefire. Like this guy's gonna be the number one pick. You know, like he he's good, but um, like, Andrew Luck was. Oh, yeah, but just, one of the he, best prospects ever. Yeah, so it's not like a guy like that. So the, he he, he if, was a sure thing for the if day they would have taken Drew Luck or Haskins or something at 17, it wouldn't have been like if Daniel Jones would have somehow came off the board, he wouldn't have. Yeah. But, Daniel Jones wasn't going to go until Saturday. Probably not. <laughs> and they took him with the sixth overall pick. That's crazy. I I don't want to go in on the Giants anymore. I think we all agree we're kind of exhausted on the topic. Uh, do you have any more thoughts on Daniel Jones? The G- Giants fans, sorry. I just, I just y'all, y'all think, are gonna t- I'm going to propose this to you guys. So, yeah. I mean, if you're the Giants, you're not going to be good next year. You're going to be terrible, you know, with or without Daniel Jones or whoever you want. So uh, if you're the Giants, how like how much do you consider, you know, this is a really good defensive class. Let's get, you know, three first-round good defensive players, and next year we'll get Tua or the kid from Oregon. I mean, I think both of those guys are better than any quarterback in this draft. They're going to wind up probably having a top three pick next year. Yeah. I mean, this, yeah. this team's bad. Yeah. And I, and I really feel bad for Saquon Barkley. I'll oh, say, yeah. they're going to run him into the ground, just of, like Todd Gurley. Well, it's it's crazy, actually, now thinking about it. I didn't think about this until just literally right now. A lot of good running backs wind up on really bad teams for a long time. Like Saquon Barkley, Adrian Peterson was on the Vikings for a while, and they were terrible. He won the MVP, and they like lost in the wild card round of the Packers. They were terrible. Frank Gore is like, one of the top running backs of all time. He's on the 49ers forever. Like, they, they just... It, it sucks to see. I think Marshall Falk, the Rams weren't that good until those couple of Super Bowl years. Like The only running back that like got drafted into the right situation and they prospered was Emmitt Smith and the Cowboys. Yeah. Like he was like the last piece. Like uh, if yeah, I it's remember. It's a big running back name, yeah. Yeah. And they were actually successful, you know, one in three in a decade or three in five years or whatever that dynasty run was, but which is incredible in football. That, huh. Yeah. Dude, the Seahawks couldn't even win back-to-back. The fact that the Patriots have 3-5 and five is way more impressive than the Warriors doing 3-5 and five, or the Heat or whoever. But I, I don't know. I, I shouldn't compare about sports. But do um, you guys have any thoughts on your own team's draft? you guys want to go in? Uh, Nick Bosa went to your Niners. Everyone's a big Bosa fan. I saw that Trump said congrats. Yeah. Uh, he said stand your ground. Don't ever give up your, uh, your opinion, your values. Any thoughts? Any controversial uh, no. thoughts? <laughs> Not really on that. I, I thought we did. Uh, our draft was interesting. I thought we would take a lot more uh, outside guys on defense, so corners or you know stuff like that. 
Um, we did address the wide receiver position, which was good. I thought they took some, some, uh, some guys who, who, who aren't like incredibly great, but they have a high upside, and I think they'll be at least like decent uh, players on the team, if not wind up living up to their potential of being really great. But um, Nick Bosa, I think, is he? I mean, you, you couldn't not pick him at two. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, him or Murray was gonna be the number one pick. Yeah, it just depends so, on the team's Yeah, it, it was those two, and uh, for me, it just depends on if he's healthy. If he's healthy, he he's he's. Will it be better than Joey than his brother? I I, don't I think know. he could be better than. I Murray. don't know, but I've I've most scouts would say yeah. So um, <clears throat> I didn't really get to watch him too much. I mean, he was out. He decided to sit the rest of this year and stuff like that. So I mean, um. From the tape that I have seen on him, he's a phenomenal athlete. He's just as good of a guy too, which is which is great to have. Like that's what the 49ers are trying to build. He's a culture guy. Is is getting rid of those negative guys? Like they instantly got rid of. Uh, I know <laughs> the uh, yes. They instantly got rid of him, which was smart. Sucked because he was. If he ever stays healthy and stays out of trouble, he's. T- one of the best, who could be one of the best linebackers in the league. He's just that talent. Mm-hmm. But um, they they they're not going to take that um, type of um, off field issue stuff anymore. And so I think John Lynch is doing great. Kyle Shanahan's one of the top five head coaches in the NFL. He might be the best offensive coach in the NFL, to be honest. I think he is by far. Yeah. So better than McVay. Yeah. I think so. I I wouldn't. I, they're different. I think uh, where McVeigh is uh, more kind of all around, maybe. Um, Kyle Shanahan's going to get the most out of a quarterback, I think, more out of a quarterback. So, um, and 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 worse wide receivers. I mean, look what he did with. I'm, and this is not to knock George Kittle; he's a good tight end. But I I think if he goes somewhere else, he's not going to be this good. I think he just he he's gonna flourish in that system, and so I think some of these young guys that are coming in, they they just had a great off season too. I love Quan Alexander. I mean, even though coming off an ACL injury, I think that was a big signing for them. You needed it. D Ford is yeah. overrated to me a little bit, but I don't think he's overrated to the point of where he's terrible. No, he's no. he he's just made a boneheaded mistake, and that's what people remember him for. The the D the D line is gonna be, is solid. D Ford and Nick Bosa. Yeah, and then with <sighs> and Buckner, Buckner and Armstead, and if Solomon Thomas figures it out, and Solomon Thomas, if he figures it out, that that's a good. And then Quan Alexander, Fred Warner, those young guys. I mean, they're a young team. They're a very young team. Um, it just depends on their secondary and their outside play on the other side of the ball. I think. As Alec gets a phone call, that would be your phone. Oh, that's my phone. Yeah. Oh. Oh. Yeah. I'll have to answer that later. So. <laughs> uh. So I, I mean I at this point I, I, I think they could go nine and seven or ten and six if if they play well uh, on those in those two spots because I even if Jimmy G isn't like the the elite quarterback that a lot of people think he might be uh, he's still good so and with that team and that coaching staff I think they can win enough games to get into the playoffs this year and they were what four and twelve last year yeah that'd be a huge <clears throat> improvement. I mean, Absolutely to go, to go ten, but it, but they didn't have their quarterback, and yeah. So uh, and uh, McKinnon's back. Tevin Coleman was a huge signing. 
Uh, Pettis will be there the whole year this year. I, j- I just think that they're, they're going to surprise some people. Um, they'll probably surprise me too. In, in all reality, I expect them really to go 8-8 eight and eight probably, which is doubling their wins from last year. But um, it, would, it wouldn't completely surprise me if they wound up going like 10-6. I haven't I haven't really looked at their schedule either, but um, yeah, um, I'm excited for this year. Do you guys? And I just realized this with John Lynch. Do you guys think that guys who come from in a weird way, I don't know why it's like this, but the guys that come from the announcing booth mm-hmm. are better at executive jobs than players? Even though John Lynch was a player, or, or, or sorry, uh, the booth compared to like uh, the studio, like like you know inside the NBA or whatever, or anything like that. Because I feel like a lot of announcer guys get executive jobs and do a pretty good job of it in the NFL. Um, yeah. Uh, I mean, there's a few. I think well, John Lynch is going to just totally, I mean, he already oh, has yeah, turned yeah. the franchise what's around. What's weird about him, I was, I was saying this the other day, I don't remember who I was talking to, but what's, what's strange to me is how bad they are in the secondary. He was a secondary guy, and I feel like he's kind of whiffed on some some picks and some stuff like that. And so it's kind of strange to me, but I think there was, who was the other person that I was comparing him to? Uh, I don't remember who it was, but it's weird how some people can't have, Oh, it's John Elway. He hasn't yeah. done well at drafting quarterbacks. So it's weird how players who at that position are now in executive roles. Don't really, aren't really as that good at evaluating talent at their own positions. Um, that is odd. It's it, it's it's very strange to me. Michael Jordan. Yeah, well, he's just all around. He he needs he needs to go, in my opinion. He needs to. But they're not gonna make him do that. Oh yeah, he's from Michael North Carolina. <laughs> Michael Jordan. It's it, it's. But it's like he needs who's to gonna just, force Michael Jordan? He needs Jordan's. to just own the team and not touch it. It's like Jerry Jones, another another guy. He oh my god, touch that team. He's gonna pass it on to Stephen Jones. Isn't that his son's name? Stephen Jones running there's the Cowboys. Just, there's just guys who shouldn't meddle. Al Davis was Je- another one. Yeah, pass it on to his son. That well, they just they just meddle too much. It's like they can do a little bit, but not overreach and overstep their boundaries. There, there's guys in place that you have that you hire to do that job, not you to come in. That's why a lot of these franchises get set back, like the Raiders were for so long, and the and the Cowboys. Because like the owner thinks that they're football. He thinks experts. he knows better. He thinks he knows better than these. Just because he owns the team. Yeah, because he coached. But you just you coach. you have the money. Like that's yeah. it. Yeah, so pay guys to put together a yeah. team for you. Steve Ballmer the thing. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. that's a perfect example. Yeah. I mean, it took him a few years. You never make a head coach the GM as well because that's just messy. But yeah, um, you know who was really good at that until they until they died. Rest in peace, oh, Dr. Jerry Buss. Oh yeah, passing on to the kids, missed the playoffs seven straight years. Yeah, I don't count the year they but got he, swept. As much as he was in control, he had. A ton of basketball advisors around him. I mean, he had Jerry West. No, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, he always yeah, yeah. hired like the right people. But I mean, he but still he, had control. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, he was yeah. he was in control, but he didn't overstep his spots. He was smart. He he knew what he was he was doing with his personnel, and and that was that's how good organize, organizations are run. I mean, look at the top ones right now that are like just. I mean, the Patriots normally they have the weird thing happening with Robert Kraft right now, but. Uh, um, they they just won though. I can't even so think of the Spurs owner, but those guys. It's not um, it's not RC Buford. He's the GM. Let's see, let's see. This is what we got Google for. Um, uh, San Antonio, as the fans could probably hear me click Sam away. Sam Presti is the, the okay, Thunder so yeah. GM. Yeah. 
Spurs owner uh, Peter Holt. So who's Peter their GM? Holt, chairman uh, R.C. Buford. So yeah, so that whole organization's run perfectly, and Sam Presti came from them and stuff like that. And so Brett Brown. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, <laughs> Mike Budenholzer. Mike Budenholzer, who's getting out coached. Steve Kerr. Steve Kerr's never gonna get out coached. Uh, that dude's made of tough. <laughs> man. That team. We'll, um, we'll, we'll get into them in a sec. I actually have something here. So, so yeah, um, yeah. John Lynch, I think, is is has turned the culture on. But the biggest thing was Jed York was overstepping his bounds as the owner of the 49ers. Didn't he was the one that got rid of Harbaugh? Yeah, but that needed to happen. As much what? As, as much as I love that guy, he ran his course there. He, he the, no the the locker room turned, the locker room turned on him completely when they lost the Super Bowl Just, or when they lost to the Seahawks. He. He's a he's a great coach, and I I wish he would have worked for longer. Cause I mean he completely turned around that franchise. It was him it from was Mike all, Singletary. All him, all him. Well, Mike Singletary started it. No, he didn't. Kind of. he, he Singletary changed, was terrible. He started changing the culture of them. Like started to get them to like think about it, and uh, own up to own up, be have ownership for what they were doing. I mean he he. It didn't translate the wins. He he turned Vernon Davis's career around. No, that was Harbaugh. No, that was that was uh, Mike Singletary. I cannot believe they had him, Frank Gore, and Alex Smith on the same team and were that bad for that long. That's crazy. Yeah. Wasn't no. T.O. there for like a year or two? No, or was that, that a little was, further that was, back? That was a while ago. Okay. That was, oh, that was, that was still Steve Young. That was Jeff Garcia. And Steve <laughs> <laughs> Jeff Garcia. That's a hell of a name drop. Um... Yeah. What were we just talking about? I know we're talking about the Niners head yeah, coaches. Mike, but... Mike Singletary. So yeah. he, he completely, that right when that happened with Vernon Davis, he became the pro bowler with uh, Jim Harbaugh the next year. I mean, he was he was missing practice. He was being just a whiny baby, basically. And there was the the interview that Mike Singletary, that he, he pulled him out of the game. He told him to go to the locker room. I remember he that. he said, I would rather play with 10 guys mm-hmm. on the field and get penalized the whole way down. Then play with then play with eleven, or whatever. I don't even remember the the clip. I have to listen to it. But he, he was pissed. I do. Remember oh that. yeah, he was mad. He was pissed. And so he he started to change that culture around there. It was like Mark Jackson when he took over the Warriors. He started to get them being more team oriented and all that stuff. Mike Singletary's old school linebacker. He won one the Bears. Ar- arguably the best defense best defense ever. to ever live. Basically, yeah. So, he was one of the anchors. Um, the anchor. So he started it, and then Harbaugh took over, obviously, and. And, turn, and took that same team that they had, literally the same team basically, and took them, to flipped them around, and they went, went and were uh, contenders and went to the Super Bowl. Yeah. But uh, he's just, he's like Pete Carroll. They're college-minded coaches, and they kind of fizzle out after a while. They're just, they're not built to last in the NFL. Seahawks should have got rid of Pete Carroll this offseason. That's, that's what I'm saying, like. He, it's he, time he, for a change now. Those guys run their course in like three or four years. They have this building process. They build it up. They build it up. They win, and then they go down, and then they never really get back up. Pete Carroll was hired in 2009-10, and yeah. they won the Super Bowl the 2013 season. So yeah, that's, so three years. Then, and and then they what, went back in 14, and the Patriots thing. When coaches it. take over, they most of them have like a three-year plan to turn a program or whatever around, and that's what college coaches do. And so they come in and they turn it around and they wind up contending for a title or whatever in three years. That's their plan. And so that's what Harbaugh did. In his third year, they went to the Super Bowl. And then I think he came back the year after the fourth, and they went 8-8. Eight and eight. And then they fired him. 
And like I said, it needed to happen. He had lost the locker room. They had no more respect. Why do you say that, though? You could just tell. He, uh... I don't remember you, ever you hearing... Can, you can really tell when a coach starts to lose a locker room. Yeah, you can just tell. You can like tell Mike Tomlin's losing them. the... Mike Tomlin's oh, Mike Tomlin then yeah. lost the Steelers locker room. <laughs> so, it, after a while, you just are tired of hearing. Those guys... Jim Harbaugh is a super, uh... He's a raw-raw guy. He is. And that's I, 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 I like that. That's what college coaches Yeah, he's, he's a raw-raw guy. But that runs uh, its course with NFL players. They, they're not in that same... They get exhausted of hearing raw-raw all yeah, the time. Yeah, all the time. <clears throat> that's that's exactly uh, the, uh, the definition that I would call those guys. Um, they, just, they just run their course in the NFL and pro sports unless they can kind of tweak their own selves with it. You know, do I think Jim Harbaugh will come back at some point in the NFL? I'd like to see him back, but I no. Nah, Michigan's giving him the back. But I don't think he's gonna leave. Yeah, he'd be he'd be dumb to leave. It's not home too. Yeah, that's where he went to. That's where he went to school. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and he's getting that back. So I don't think yeah. he's leaving. And his brother's in the NFL, and he's doing a great job with them with the Ravens. <sighs> John yeah. almost got. Huh, they almost. That would have been stupid if they. Yeah, they no. almost <clears throat> pulled the card on him. That would have been terrible though. See where he is. Coach is always the fall guy. Unless you're oh. Bill Belichick or Greg Popovich or one of these guys or Phil Jackson, that's just in a whole other stratosphere. The coach is always the fall guy. He's always the Apparently. first fall guy in any sport, any team. Yeah. Coach is always a fall. The manager. It's because mm-hmm. you can easily replace them. May not be as good, but you can easily get a new one. Yeah. You, you know, can't replace. You can't get rid of a star. You can't replace Colin Kaepernick. I was kidding. Yeah. <laughs> um, but that. But see, look who he was dealing with on that team. Colin and that Kaepernick. Was his, that was his own fault. Harbaugh. Oh, he could not wait for Alex Smith to get hurt. Oh, was he jumping he at put, the site? He put, oh, he's hurt. Oh. No, he put. Uh, yeah, but he turned Alex Smith's career on too. No, I know, but like when they grabbed Kaepernick the first year, because they Harbaugh coached a year, and then they got Kaepernick, or was that the same off season? Uh, Harbaugh. Then get hired in 2010. Let's see. Let's see. Let's see. I know Kaepernick was an 11. Uh, Jim Harbaugh, 49ers. T- um, compelling content for the podcast. I don't. His tenure. Let's see what his tenure was. Gotta get this tenure. Um. I went to some of those games in those years too. Those. Those are some fun times to watch the 49ers. Was that Candlestick or Levi's? That was a candlestick. They didn't move to Levi's until after he left. Shout out to Levi's. I love me some Levi's. Yeah. Nothing better in the winter to wear. <laughs> Yo, the five four ones. Uh, let's see. It doesn't tell me anything. Oh wait, hold up. Yes, it does. Yes, it does. Let me keep going. Keep going. Um. Yeah. Yeah. Wow, that's not great info. Anyway, so yeah, he coached four years. I don't know what's going on with this thing. Um, yeah, so how do we get the Jim Harbaugh? I don't even understand. Because we were talking about the 49ers. Oh, and, yeah. Uh, uh, anyway, yeah, he uh, he ran his course. Um, but Jed York had, had yeah, too much control yeah. mm-hmm. over that organization when he left. Basically, basically, Jim Harbaugh ran that organization when he was there. He did everything. And then got rid of him because he wanted to really run the organization. Yes. He, 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 he went and asked for more power. Nah, you're just the coach. Well, and they well had, I'm out. Uh, they had Trent Baalke at that time. And at first they had a really good relationship when Harbaugh was first there. And then it went south because he was overstepping his bounds. Well, at that point, you let that guy overstep his bounds. Like, let him have full control because, you know what, he took your franchise that was not doing anything and turned Alex Smith's career around. He is what I'm hoping Gruden is to the Raiders. 
I don't think that's the case. I don't think he's going to be either. But. But. um, Man, $100 million. John Gruen got the bag from the Raiders. Oh, yeah. But they. The bag. What's crazy is, is they wanted him so badly that they did that. They wanted him for a decade. No, I know. The Raider fans have been clamoring forever. And then, and then you know what's crazy is, is that is what's going to wind up happening is they're not going to play well and they're going to fire him. And then the Raider After fans three are going to turn on him. And they're going to be like, this guy was trash. Never, never, whatever. <laughs> and it's like, you guys wanted him for so long because he... He, he, he was the saving grace for a decade in and, Oakland. And, and who knows? He might wind up being it again. It's only his second year. And he has 10 years on his contract. And he is a smart... Smart guy. That guy is an announcer. I mean, I feel like we, we always talk about yeah, this. Yeah, him, him and Tony Romo are the best NFL announcers. Yo, Mike Tirico and John Gruden on Monday Night Football? Oh, yeah, they were great. I would listen just for them. Like, the, the game's always trash. Because uh, ESPN... I would, say, I would so... say the four best are probably Al Michaels, Tony Romo, yep. Yep. John Gruden, and Mike Tirico was great. Mike Tirico's still great. He's just get, an NBC, so... Get to Curse Collinsworth. Oh, out of the building. Out of my ear. <laughs> out of my TV. Out of my TV. He's my living rent-free in all of our homes every <sighs> Sunday night. I gotta tell you, <clears throat> He just starts going in. Oh, my... I, I he can't. wasn't even that great of an NFL player. He was terrible. Like, I he mean... He talks like he's, he was the second coming of Jerry Rice, but... I don't know if he does all that. Kind of. He, he just, he just overdoes it. He should it. never name drop himself being in <laughs> yeah. Because if he did, no yeah. one would have known that he played. <laughs> I didn't know he played until, yeah, yeah. until whenever. He's, he said something about it, yeah. Yeah. He's like, yeah, when I was playing, who are you? Yeah. Well, back when I was playing, you know, yeah. we were allowed to actually hit the players. Like, really? Were, were you, were you, you playing? Did you a few many times? Because you're not very yeah. smart. He was a receiver. Maybe he, yeah. his uh, head did get knocked Did you imagine that guy being a receiver? How bad were they? <laughs> How, been wasn't Rose Kenny Stabler throwing the football to him? Probably. So One of the greats. Quor- so he had a good quarterback. A great him. quarterback throwing on the ball, and he still didn't do shit. Uh, oh, yeah, we're also allowed to cuss again. I'm, not, I'm actually really happy about that. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Penny. <clears throat> uh, for all the YouTube yeah, viewers that don't know, I'm allowed to curse again because we're in my place instead of uh, the P2 Studios. But I do want to shout out the P2 Studios. Shout out to Penny for uh, letting us use that place. We just weren't able to get the sound right. It's nothing personal at all. We will use we'll, we'll use that again probably. Just you know, yeah. I don't want to go to someone's house. You know, they want to feel comfortable at the the studio. So, um, I got a quote right here. I, I'm done with the NFL. I don't know about you guys. I'm, I'm out of here. You didn't yeah. let I'll talk about the Jaguars. Oh, yeah. I'll talk about your Jags. Okay, yeah, I'll talk, talk, about, talk about your Jags. Go ahead. I thought we had a great draft. I mean, Josh Allen falling to seven was a gift. Wrapped Thanks, with, Giants. Wrapped with a big old bow from Santa. but uh, From Dave Gettleman. And then in round two, we get the tackle, who we were going to probably pick with the seventh overall pick. Yeah. Um, had to trade up a few spots to get him, but, I mean, couldn't pass on it. Um, I mean, so, yeah, those first two picks were – Insane that those guys landed in our laps. Um, and then they drafted, uh, yeah, Stella is Shut out. Up. Yo, Stella is snoring. So <laughs> uh, if you guys hear snoring, it's my dog. You good, homie? <laughs> she'll do that when she's not even asleep. Like, she'll be, like, wide awake, just... Like, yeah, she, <laughs> she got that blockhead, bro. Oh, oh, open the eyes with, like, she... y'all talking about me or what? <laughs> um, I know I... y'all ain't talking about me. Oh, yeah. Yeah, go ahead. Uh, and they drafted a tight end from San Jose State who ran like a 4-5 or a 4-6 or something like that, which is insane for, you know, a big guy like that. So, I mean, I don't know. I like the draft. Um, we kind of had a, besides Nick Foles, a kind of a quiet free agency. Um, so, I mean, you know, it's all there. Nick's just got to 
Nick's just got to lead us there. I mean, the defense is going to be great like it is, and then Marquise Lee's going to be catching zero touchdowns. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I mean. What about Justin Blackman? Justin Blackman could <laughs> catch touchdowns. He's still smoking pot in catch, his cardboard box. Pines. <laughs> Justin Blackman. He's that, he's that ex-NFL player that'll sell autographs when yeah. he's older. In Honestly. Yeah, at Walmart. <laughs> yeah. Scotty Pippen on his uh, wife. Not to quickly go into this. Uh, yeah. It was a good thing you cut me off. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, we'll get back So before Scotty Pippen went to the Bulls, uh, do you guys know Michael Jordan's record in the playoffs? Like in series? 0-3. He was 1-9. Swept twice. Oh, in games, yeah. yeah. Uh, he lost three series. Yeah. yeah. So he swept, in the first round swept, every year. Swept twice. And was one and nine. I like where you're going. Oh, chill out, Blake. I like where he's going. LeBron James is the best so, basketball player ever. So he needed another player. He wasn't the. He didn't. He didn't win without someone else. He needed Scotty. He needed that. He Why do you hate LeBron player. James so much? You no, I don't. I don't you, hate LeBron. you always hate every time me and Steve start getting going on LeBron, and he's like, you know, that Cleveland win was just, you know, I cried. You're always over. Well, you know, LeBron, he also lost the five finals, six finals. No, like here we go. We're back on LeBron again. <laughs> you brought it up. Hey, uh, what, what's going on with the Lakers? <laughs> <laughs> nothing. There's literally nothing. <laughs> they haven't even got Try. a coach yet. Oh no, we're gonna get Tyron Luke. Well, Tyron Lue is going to get us. Just Yo, stop, stop. dude, that We're dude, <clears throat> bro, that dude is going to cop up blood again. Like, he should not be head coaching or uh, head coach. No. Honestly, no. He literally took a leave of absence because LeBron was just, yeah, coughing up blood on the sideline. Bro, why are you going to, you're coughing blood up. Why did you even finish the year out? Like, just let, um, let, what's it, uh, Larry Drew, let Larry Drew, who led the Hawks to 21 seasons coach. Or let Just LeBron, LeBron coach. LeBron coach. Yeah. Just let LeBron coach. Let him, NBA needs to let LeBron be player coach. Player coach GM. Like, he just makes all the decisions. Just do everything. No, no Rich two. Paul's the GM. Owner too. Uh, Rich Paul, the Rich Paul effect transitions perfectly into what I want to talk to you guys about. I want Draymond Green to be here forever. Warriors owner Joe Lacob told Marcus Thompson of The Athletic. Marcus Thompson's a great reporter, by yeah. the way. Of The Athletic after the win. He's, a, he's as warrior as they come. So, a reporter asked Draymond after practice today what he thought of it. You see what Jake, J- Jake, Joe Lakeup said? Yeah, I saw it. What'd you think? I been said that. I been said that. <laughs> That's his direct quote. I want to be here. Reporter, does that make you feel good? Of course it makes you feel good. Absolutely. So, my point being, Rich Paul's going to make sure Draymond Green has a max contract from the Golden State Warriors. And he's going to make sure of it this summer. Once Clay gets signed, next order of operation, don't even let Draymond hit free agency. Uh, owners already, one of the two owners already out here saying, we want him to stay, we'll pay him. They're moving well, into not, the... He's not a free agent until next year. No, I know. But I think they're going to try and lock him up this oh, year. extend him? Yeah. Just like they did the last mm-hmm. time with Clay and Draymond. I don't I don't think he's going to actually... Like, I know he has Rich Paul and uh, he runs up everyone's bill. But I actually don't think he's going to wind up taking uh, max i actually think he winds up like doing the pay cut knowing what's better for the team and and doing that he's just that guy yeah but you don't go out and get rich paul as your agent to take one I, for the team I, you I, go out and get rich paul to get paid rich paul rich gets his paul guys goes paid. Out and does other stuff you know what i mean maybe that's what he got him for was to go out and get him more endorsements and more stuff like that to uh because draymond's got to know that his 
his career isn't going to be as long as some of these guys, like as 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 big as some of these star athletes. I mean, even even now you're kind of seeing him kind of he's hit his peak. I mean, he's still he did peak out. He's still he's, he's not declining, but he peaked out. Yeah, in like 2016. Yeah, 17. He's, he, he's he still. Who someone was announcing the other day, and they were saying that. They think he's the best defender. Oh no, it was uh, Reggie. No, it was it wasn't an announcer. It was uh, Mike D'Antoni. Mm. Said that he thinks Draymond's the best defender in the NBA. He said he's the best defender in the NBA. He ain't better than Kawhi. Which is cra- I think it's because he thinks he can just guard every position, which is is true. I guess. He's fantastic. I don't think he's better than Kawhi. Yeah, no, I would I wouldn't say that either. Kawhi's like blocking Joel Embiid but, and Ben Simmons. Like what? Yeah, I, I think he blocked Embiid. I don't know, but anyway. Um, but yeah, I mean, so he he's respected around the league. As, as annoying sometimes as he is, he is. I would pay just... to hear the arguments between Draymond Green and Steve Kerr. <laughs> How many times do you think they'd say "motherfucker" to each other or something oh, like that? Oh, I, I don't know. If Steve you're Kerr, a motherfucker. I don't know if Steve Kerr says it a lot. But... Steve Kerr got punched in the face by Michael Jordan. That dude oh, yeah. will say whatever he wants to his players. Yeah, but I'm just saying. I don't think he he probably goes that far every time. I'm sure Draymond goes off every time. Draymond said, "We don't need you. You're a." You're a bitch so this, to KD. Like. Yeah. So th- this transitions perfectly into, I was telling you this yesterday, I, I I think now more than ever I'm going back around and I'm thinking at this point right now, if, if they win, I think KD is more thinking about staying than he was a month ago. Absolutely. And it's and it's weird to me because I, was, I even was saying, I think he's out. He's gone. But seeing him right now with, and he even said it, he was like, this is the happiest I've been in, in a year. He was like, this is, uh, and, and it has to do with, he's playing his best basketball of his career right now. Oh, absolutely. He's the best player in the world right now. Yeah. Kevin Durant's, not, not Kevin Durant's offense, the best basketball player. Not only on offense, he's playing great defense. Yeah. Kevin like, Durant's the best. They've yeah, gotten the best, best out player. of him in his career the last couple of years. He has, absolutely. They, brought, they have brought the best out of him like, yeah. as, as a team. He, he's been in this prime fits, for five he fits years. Perfectly. He yeah. fits perfectly with them. I don't know why you would leave to yeah. me other than... Him wanting to just be his own person somewhere, but he's if he's gonna go to New York with Kyrie, he's not gonna be his own person. He's got Kyrie Irving the, there. He's gonna have Zion. They're gonna make sure of it. Yeah, but Giants you took know Daniel what I mean, Jones. Though? Like, yeah, he's not gonna have a two-time MVP with him, but he's still gonna have a Finals closer with him and a guy who made yeah. the. I almost said Finals. Ah, uh, yes. Yeah, he wasn't Finals. <laughs> no, before. he had could've, a case. Could have been. He had a case. He could have been, but, but LeBron is. It's LeBron James. And he, was You're not going to let the greatest basketball player ever not have his roses no. and smell them too. So I, Sorry, I think I, I think at this point he could he could stay. Yeah, I, I really do. This mm-hmm. is the, same with Kyrie Irving. Yeah, I I don't think he will. I think he has a less chance to stay, but I think he could now too. Yeah. Where does he go? Because I'm not I think it's Boston, or, it's Boston or New York. Yeah, I, I don't think he goes to New York by himself. I don't think he wants to like the Allen Iverson kind of thing. I honestly, I there, and this might be just some blind. Shit. He could be a Laker. I just don't think he wants to play with LeBron again. Yeah. I don't think so either, but if you don't want to play in Boston and you don't want to be the lone guy, why don't you go play with someone who you've already won and played with that you look up to? Because they still, they're no, still yeah, friends. They're still, they're still like, people other. took how, that how as... How old will LeBron be at that point, though? 35 this December. 35. That is old, man. But if, but if they sign him in AD, they're... Oh yeah, if they have they're, Anthony Davis there, then I'm. They're they're a contender, and that, and and that's what, the Lakers are not going to get him in a trade. They're going to have to sign him, which is fine. Yeah, but Anthony if Davis. if they do trade all that away, and then they should, and then sign Kyrie, then they they'll be fine. I think they'll have to sign. Are, are they going to beat the Bucks in the 2020 Finals, like you said? 
few podcasts ago. Oh, the Lakers? Yeah. If if they get Kyrie and Anthony Davis. No, I, I, I said if, if KD left, though. So. Oh, okay. I think that's what I said. <clears throat> if, if KD leaves, then yeah. What do LeBron... <laughs> We always talk about the Lakers. What? I think everyone knows. I understand where the media is coming from. Like polarizing, (laughs) yeah. Franchise. Where? How far do LeBron and Anthony Davis go together in the playoffs? It depends if if Kevin Durant's in Golden State. If they're two, yeah. If if KD stays, they'll lose to them at some point. I I'm curious to see what the Rockets do. Because I think they're gonna. Lose. I already thought Rockets they were are lose. maxed out. This would be. I, they spent too yeah, much money. But uh, but do they the, try and move one of those like players? I think you have to. Yeah, they're, they're gonna have to move. Like, Who, who's gonna take on a max Chris Paul contract? I don't think I don't think they're gonna get rid of them. But I think they're gonna they gotta Capella from yeah Eric Gordon. Capella, yeah. Eric Gordon. Eric Gordon pulled in threes though. <laughs> hey, I love me some Eric Gordon. Oh, no, I love Eric bro. Gordon. His he'll just sit there the thirty like thirty feet out. He'll grab the ball and just shoot it, and it's like all net. Like he's just standing there. Doesn't even have to get in rhythm. Yeah, I gotta get in rhythm. Yeah, I, I think anyway, he. Uh, I'm I think, not Eric Gordon. I think they gotta move him. Um, they're gonna know. move some other pieces. They have to. They have to try and do the, something. May, oh, maybe they package Gordon, Fareed, Capella, Anthony Davis, James Harden, Chris Paul, oh. and Anthony Davis. Whew. Oh, Golden Golden State is in trouble. That Golden State almost Ooh, can't beat just Harden and Chris Paul. So, I mean, these playoffs are telling us a little different, but Harden really is injured. So, I mean, it's hard to tell an eye injury because mm-hmm. it's not a part of the body. I mean, Steph dislocated his finger. Stop. Why Why do Warrior fans always have an excuse? Um, that's not an excuse. You just brought up the James Harden injury. Did, did so, he dislocate it? Yeah. Oh, it was terrible. Yeah, it was, it it was like the place. other way. It was turned around the Ooh. other way. Yeah. Oh, I didn't see that. Did you, he literally went straight to the locker room. Yeah, it was, it was no, like, I mean, I, I was watching the game. I, they, oh, did, okay. they didn't show a close-up of his finger looking I, back I at him. I saw a picture of it later on. It was, it was pretty gnarly. Um, I don't know. I just, I, but I, I knew that excuse was going to come from the Rockets. Like, it was first... But Harden did get, It like, was refs. Yeah, yeah, no. I, I'm not saying that that was a terrible thing. The Rockets are being a bunch of bitches oh, yeah. right now. They are yeah. complaining, like the players. Daryl Morey's complaining like he's out on, their, on the court. Yeah. It's ridiculous. Mike D'Antoni, him too. So, I already thought that they were going to lose anyways to them. I yeah. I just... They should have beat them last year. There's just certain windows in sports. The Rockets yeah. had a one-year window. And they were right there. You hit one of those 27 threes, that whole game goes different. You probably win the finals. You probably, you know, it's probably tough trying to beat LeBron, but they get it in five or six. And they Most win the likely. finals. Most likely, yeah. James Harden gets a finals MVP. He wins a regular season MVP. Man, that just sounds so much better than <laughs> Warriors. Man, just, this just proves my point that he's bad in the playoffs, though. But he's hurt. But he hasn't done anything in the playoffs. Like his numbers are so much worse in the playoffs than they is in, than they are in the regular season. I think I think it's a mixture of, of like the Westbrook thing and the refs. I think he's they those guys play so hard for those regular season stats and accomplishments yeah. that once it hits game time, game time, yeah, th- they're just simply out of gas. Like a human it, cannot keep going like yeah, that. Yeah, and people knock on Kevin Durant and LeBron James for load management. Yeah, but there's a reason why those guys win. Like, Katie rested a little bit during the end of the year, and now look what he's doing right now. He's playing the best basketball of his career. And James Harden and Russell Westbrook, who went hard in January, are now going to be out of the playoffs. James Harden went hard? Yeah. I think one also thing with James Harden is that, you know, during the regular season, he gets all those foul calls. But once he gets to the playoffs, yeah, he's not, exactly. you know, they're, yeah. they he's tighten up the He's shooting 12 a game yeah. in the regular season, and he goes down to, like, eight, seven or eight. 
That's four points, five points. And that's a shooter seeing the ball go through the net. Yeah. Yep. He, he's gone from like 45% shooting to like 40, which is a big drop off. And then uh, there, there was something, I think he was like 29% on threes in his last like 12 playoff games or something like bad. Like not but bad. Harden didn't disappear last year. He didn't in the first couple rounds, but in the Warrior series, he didn't play very well. He was the reason that got up 3-2. He, him and Chris Paul. Chris Paul mainly. He. Uh, Chris Paul, man. He, he he's the pit bull. Yeah, no, he is bad man. <laughs> no, he. I love me some Chris Paul. No, me too. Man, he. T- he he's some the, of he's his the re- threes. He's the reason why they were up, and he's the reason why they lost, because he went out. They were such a worse team without him. I just love those two guys on the same team. Yeah. There's just every time I watch the Rockets play, it's just fun to see Harden mm-hmm. and Chris Paul in the backcourt together. They're actually they're so much better than I thought they'd be. I honestly I didn't think it'd work. Honestly. Yeah, I thought they'd get so tired of each other after the first half a year they were together, just because it's James Harden and Chris Paul. But they play one on one with each other all summer. You know, they. Uh, I don't know why. I mean, I understand the whole reason, and maybe the I mean the Rockets did get pieces. Did the Rockets get anyone else besides Chris Paul in that Clipper trade? They just got Chris Paul, right? They traded away Beverly and all those guys. They got um, Maba Mute. Luke and Bob Bunte? Yeah, Luke Richard. Am I saying that right? Luke Richard and Bob Bunte. But he's gone. Yeah. And that was a big loss for them. Trevor Reza was a big mm-hmm. loss for them. They let him walk to Phoenix. Yeah. And Daryl Morey, I mean, he's, I mean, I don't know who the Rockets owner is, but he, they, he lets Daryl Morey unload that checkbook, so I don't know why they didn't pay Ariza. Well, they they went from all that, and then they made a good signing with... Um, Fareed? Fareed. Yeah. Yeah. Who hasn't played much. In this. I know. He's an energy guy. Yeah. Put him in. I don't know. He's a really Austin Rivers didn't play much in game one. Remember I said he was going to be hurt. an X. He, he didn't even play in game one. Yeah. He was going to be an X factor. And then in this, he's he kept him in this game. Mm-hmm. Him yeah. and Chris Paul. Like, they were the reasons why they were even in the game. Chris Paul throws passes. I'm just like, I don't know how. <laughs> was that Looney he nutmegged? Nutmegged. <laughs> he might have. I think it was Looney, but it was crazy. Dude, he throws one pass a game. There's there's a few guys that like they throw a pass at, like every game that I swear LeBron. I've never seen before. LeBron, Chris Paul, like there's very Jokic. very few. Jokic, yeah, uh, he's crazy. Jokic, Jokic, I'm not giving him that. Jokic he's, makes some. Not he, he made one last night. Where he's he not doing. Legs. There's no oh, goat. Jokic. Jokic I was thinking of, yeah. There's no goat passing going on though. I don't know. I'm talking about like Magic he's Johnson a seven, level. He's a seven Chris Paul footer. throws Magic Johnson level passes. He's a seven footer doing it though. I mean, yeah, it's cool. He he has some like baseball passes that I'm like, whoa, what? He's seven feet tall. You should be able to get that off. Yeah, but still, like to be seven feet tall and to make those passes is pretty, pretty incredible to me. Yeah, I don't want, I'm not. I feel like I'm always hating. I'm not hating or knocking Jokic. I just don't think he's as good as Chris Paul or LeBron. Oh yeah, at I, mean, that. I would hope he's not. He's a, not a guard. Yeah, or a smaller guy like that. But um... what are our thoughts on the Warriors being up 2-0? Is the series over? I have yeah. a feeling the series. I mean, is over. I, I, I thought Rockets was are going to get the next two at home. I thought it was going to be at six anyways. I, I don't... I, t- I took Warriors in six. I'm staying with it. I think they're going to lose one of these next games at home. So I think it's over in five. I still think it might go six, but... I don't see the Warriors losing to Oracle, but then winning in Toyota Center. Unless they do what the Twice. Clippers did. They they play better on the road. They're more motivated. Like, like yeah, when you're they, the enemy, they, you're they more like... That, like they like that environment. Yeah. Even Clay said it. He was like... I was oh, just going to say, Clay... Huh. Oh, Clay plays way better. He he loves the the fans there in in the Bay Area, but you can just tell when they go somewhere like they're just they love having their backs up against the wall. They love it. I think KD's played like that his whole life. I mean, 
he grew up like that, mm-hmm. so it's comfortable for him. Uh, Steph, he's had that chip on his shoulder his whole career. He's been too small, well, all that stuff. And Clay's just Clay. He's just Clay's a legend. We gotta get Clay Thompson on the podcast. Clay, yeah. Clay is have to. Clay Thompson's an absolute legend. I love me Clay Thompson. If you're listening to this, come on, <laughs> come on the pod. Clay's just a good, good. We'll go to we'll go to Oracle. We'll go where you are. We'll do it. Clay's just a good dude. Yeah, like he's he's that. <laughs> Team. You know what is funny though, mm-hmm. that new commercial he's in. I didn't see it. Failure. I thought I defeated you. Have you seen that commercial? No. <laughs> so he's like, it's a chocolate milk commercial. Oh, okay. and yeah, yeah. he uh, has and, a protein milk. Right yes, now. it's it's something like that. I forgot. He was and he's like, with he's on the beach. He's just looking at the clouds, probably high because he's just Clay Thompson. That's what he does in the off season. Uh, thanks, Kevin Durant, for that nugget. Of information. Uh, and so he's staring off in the no, clouds. No pun intended on that. No, no pun intended. The nugget of <laughs> Stop. <laughs> um, and yeah, like some guy just like pops up and then Clay Thompson, the guy's like, I'm failure. I'm here to defeat you or something like that. And then Clay Thompson's like, failure. I thought I defeated you. And then he oh hits a three God. and then they show chocolate milk. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> it's like, that's the whole commercial. But it's still funny. Because, like, what? Clay Thompson has to know it's funny that Clay Thompson's in a commercial. Oh, yeah. He's like a character of himself. Mm-hmm. Really somehow. Is. Like, he just, like, all of his teammates say he's the funniest and best teammate they have. He's, like, the quietest dude. Yeah. Like, no, I, he likes to just, he, he'll do it. He, he just does anything. Like, yeah. He'll just go. He's, just, he's a go-with-the-flow guy. Um. And, and he's gonna be a warrior for life. Oh yeah. Him and him and him and Steph are gonna be together forever. Yeah, forever. Those because they bros. love each other. They yeah. literally, they literally, I think they were. Draymond's they, gonna be there too. I think I think so. I I wouldn't not think so, but um, yeah. Clay just. I mean, he's come out and said it. He's like, I don't, I don't want to not be here. Yeah. It's like this is where I'm at. This is my home, and I love playing with Steph. I mean, there's Splash Bros. They're gonna break up. They're gonna be step. You're gonna bros. break up the Splash Bros. Like, come I on. don't think anyone's gonna break them up. The only way they would break up is if Clay wanted to go. Yeah. And he's not. Because Steph's play. there for life. Yeah. They gave him the bag, rightfully so. Yeah. yeah. They're gonna give Clay the bag. Rich Paul's gonna make sure Draymond gets the bag. At least partial, partially big bag. Partial bag. It's not a major bag alert. It's like a, it's a partial bag alert. Yeah. It's not a major. It's like a, it's like it's a like minor. A handbag. Handbag alert. Backpack yeah. kid. He's the backpack kid. Draymond Green, the backpack kid. Um, any other thoughts on Warriors Rockets? This thing's over. Yeah, Katie, I could just, I could just the vibe from the TV alone is letting Katie, me know it's please over. Please keep doing what you're doing. I said Rockets in six, so Rockets win the next four. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you know you gotta respect that. You gotta respect that. Sticking uh, with the pick. Even even so, I think the playoffs are basically over after this series, in my opinion. The playoffs? Like playoffs? You, 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 you think some team's gonna beat them after this? Are the trailblazers? I'm looking forward to the East. Yeah, the tra- I'm on the West? Yeah. Oh, yeah, the West is done. Yeah, yeah. it's the Warriors. We've yeah. been saying this. I think if... I've been said that. I think if <laughs> if it's Portland, I think it's 4-5. or five. If it's the Nuggets and, and they aren't... Warriors will get one in Moda Center or whatever that... What's that really called? It's Moda Center. It's Moda? Yeah. The Blazers? Yeah. Yeah. Didn't I, it used to be selling? It was like Bridgestone. The Rose, the Rose Garden. Rose Garden. That's, um, way, too, that's a way better name. Oh, yeah. No, that's, that's a great name. Just the same way Oracle's better than Chase. Yeah. But Chase is a cool bank. Shout out to Chase. Yeah. And, I don't that's, have and that's going to be a cool stadium. I can't wait. Are, are we going? We need to go there. Oh, yes. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yes. Yeah. <laughs> are we seeing John Mayer? Or what, are we, what are we doing? <laughs> you and I were talking about doing that. I don't even... I know one John Mayer song. 
Like, I want to go just because I don't know anything about him. That That's really why I want to go. And because it's Chase Center. But I'm not driving. You think I'm going to drive in that damn city? No. On a Friday night? No. No. Yeah. But Shout yeah, out to San Francisco. So Katie's going to be the only entertaining thing that's left in, the, in this season. Like Don't how do well that it's just how he's playing right Steph now. Steph is Steph. Oh yeah, KD's gonna he's gonna KD everybody like he has the last two years and yeah. Yeah. Do you guys think this year is the first year he's been better than LeBron? Because I think so. Yeah. Yeah. Because he's been the reason why he's so pissed off all the time. He says is the fact that he wasn't recognized as the best player until think, like right now. I think last finals was when it started though. You could see the passing of the torch. Yeah, I think he was. Better. I think it was after game one. I think he was better last in the finals last year. Because KD had, like, what, 15 points in game one? I mean, LeBron was just, and that was one of the greatest, that might be the greatest LeBron game I ever saw, was game one of last yeah. year. I mean, he was just, huh. man, if JR wasn't drunk. Um, 76ers, Raptors. The Sixers beat the Raptors today. Uh, I think it was, like, 115-96 or was something like that. Was it 2-1 or 1-1? Uh, it's 2-1. 2-1. Philly leads 2-1. Game four is at Wells Fargo Center in Philadelphia. Um, what did, uh... I still have Raptors in six. That's just me. What did Kyle Lowry... You want to see what Kyle Lowry, uh, Lowry did? He was at he seven. Had, he had 20 in game two. I know that. He was at seven, six, and six. And then what I tell you, like a minus 24, like he was bad. And I, yeah, and you I said love, that. I love to hate on Kyle Lowry. <laughs> seven points and five rebounds. Yeah, seven, five, and five, I think. That's Thoughts? Bad. That's bad. Yep. He's, um, he's the reason they lose. How, how much did Siakam have? That's, that's my oh, question. Oh, Pascal like, Siakam? Like 19, oh, did he? Pascal Siakam. He's a good last name. Yeah. Let's see. Compelling, compelling, compelling. <clears throat> um, He played 34 minutes. It's a good chunk of the game. 20 points, 3 rebounds. You need more out of him. Kawhi had a good game. Shout out to Kawhi. He had 33 or something like that. Come to the Lakers. Get Save him, us. Get him on the pod. That's a... Get we need to talk to pod. Kawhi Leonard. I don't want to we need to him. talk to guys that like people don't know anything about, though. Like, Clay Thompson's kind of unknown, even though he's Clay Thompson. Like, we could get something out of Clay Thompson. We need Clay Thompson on the podcast. No, we need Steve Kerr on the podcast. Yeah, Steve. Yeah. So, exactly how hard did Michael Jordan, in fact, punch you? <laughs> and if he said, not very hard, he's weak. <laughs> Steve Kerr. Um, Sixers, Raptors, Sixers, Raptors. Uh, thoughts, Al? Uh, I still got Raptors in six. Raptors in six. Steve. What did I say? Oh, I said that they were going to sweep them off. Yeah. That was ridiculous. I, I said, we all like, knew that. I wasn't. said they could. They like on paper they they could. Uh, but I think I picked. I think I picked the Raptors in six or seven. I think we all have yeah. Raptors in six. Yeah, we all, yeah, right around there. Do the Sixers have any chance of winning the series? Seven. Yeah. Oh yeah. Now that they're up two one, yeah. Game four and Joel, Joel Embiid looked back at full strength. So. Yeah, if, if they go up three one, they're gonna win that series. Yeah, I think. I am so afraid that Joel is gonna go down as the greatest what if besides Derrick Rose. Oh, like he I am afraid he's going to just pop an Achilles or an ACL, and that's just going to be the end of him because he's just too big. He just moves too fast. He's too springy. Well, he's, if, we, if we got Joel Embiid on the podcast. That's why they... No, he would... He... I'm going to get that man on there. Hold on, where is he going to fit? <laughs> I didn't mean to elbow Jackson him. Like, yo, he would just be talking shit. Probably. Hey, man, Ben Simmons. He'd probably be like, dude, this is the worst podcast I've ever been on. Yeah, why am I even on this trash podcast? <laughs> He'll pull an Eric on us. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I, I actually I actually do think he's going to have a very short career. 
I do too. No, no, that's not a joke. Like, I'm really yeah, like no. I'm afraid Joel Embiid's gonna just. Well, I don't. I don't even think like even if he didn't have like a major injury, he's gonna have a shortened career. He's he's just a big guy. They're not gonna play as long. So he he'd he'd be lucky to play till he's 34. Oh, 35. way lucky. Yeah. yeah. He's what 25? How old is Joel Embiid? Maybe he's 26. Yeah. So he'll probably have like another like five years, six years. So they gotta get everything they can out of him. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. He's 25 years old. Yeah. So he's got another five years. Probably. Next season he'll be 26. Yeah, Seven feet tall, 250 pounds. He's had foot problems yeah. his whole career. Back. Yo, I have foot problems, and I play pickup. Foot back. Yeah, I can only imagine. Yeah, I can only imagine being that big and and bulky and lanky. Um, any other thoughts on Raptors What's Sixers? Tobias Harris, do? Tobias Harris, what did he do? Let's see, let's see. Tobias Harris, because we love to go in about how Brett Brown does not use Tobias Harris. Steve um, tweeted about it. He's so passionate. That's you true. tweeted about it? I said I'm not on Twitter. I said if they don't start using them, they're gonna lose the series. He had 13 and 8. That's better, that, than, that's better than he was doing. The regular season, he averaged 18 and 8, but most of that was But, I, but I think with the Sixers, he was only averaging like 10 or something. Yeah. Like, or in the playoffs, I think. He's the third, maybe fourth offense option. Which is terrible. He should be third. On that team? Yeah. Dude, you Behind Joel and Jimmy. Yeah, I guess. Dude, you could literally argue that he's the last option on their offense right now. And that's that, that, that starting using him last, yeah. Yeah. JJ Reddick's there. I think I think he's better actually offensively than Jimmy. Like really? I, yeah. He's I just think, more of a night a nightmare to guard. I think. Yeah, I think he's just more. He can do more. I think than Jimmy Butler can. All around, like mm-hmm. on, on, he's a better three point shooter. Jimmy's a really good mid range jump shot. Has a really good mid range jump shot. Um, but Jimmy's which is dead better, nowadays. Jimmy's just, yeah, but he's just he's he's so inconsistent to me. I feel like Tobias Harris has been consistent. And like this year and last year, mm-hmm. consistent, yeah, consistent. Whereas Jimmy Butler's not. Like I'll watch him play, and I'm like, dude, you you talk a lot of trash for being trash sometimes. So yelling at Andrew Wiggins of all people and Carl Anthony Towns, who they haven't done shit. So Carl well, Anthony Towns has. Let's not let's, let's not go on Andrew Wiggins. But he's had a good. Yeah. He's, oh, he's, don't he's don't let me now go in. <laughs> Oh, don't let me go on. Me and Blake had like a two-hour rant at the Reading P2 about Andrew Wiggins. The <laughs> oh, Reading P2. Trust me, I'm right there with you guys. Yeah, that. Andrew Wiggins, the most overrated, overpaid player ever. I don't even think he's overrated now. He's just not anything, really. <laughs> he's not anything. <laughs> um, We all have Raptors in six. I think we we'll wrap that one up. I, 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 think, the you guys six, have more. I think the Sixers won now. No. I, I would pick the Sixers now. In how much? Six. This is a must-win for the Raptors. They gotta win this. If they lose game four, they're done. Yeah, They'll fine. win game five, but they're done. I th- I think it's six. I think the Sixers win. If we get a Bucks Sixers, well, Celtics Sixers will be done because Celtics have the Sixers number. Yeah. But Bucks Sixers. That's that's a good series. It's a really good series. I think that's seven. Absolutely. If the Sixers make it to the finals, all that worked out for um, uh, Elton Brand this year. Mm-hmm. All that. Yeah. All that, which would I don't, be crazy. I don't, think, I don't think they do. Nah. I think they lose in the second round. Whoever wins the celtics Bucks series is going to the finals. You think the Raptors or uh, Sixers have no shot? Yeah. I mean, the, the Raptors just... I still have Raptors in the finals, so... I don't know. They just... I don't know. They just always underperform. I don't know why. No matter who they swap, they need to get rid of Kyle Lowry. He's, he's the curse. He's the curse. It was not DeMar DeRozan. It was both of them together. Because they're both two guys. Maybe even three guys. Well, DeMar's a two guy. Kyle Lowry's like a three guy. Who are being treated as one and twos. 
DeMar DeRozan is not going to be the lead guy on a championship winning team. I'm sorry. San Antonio, you need to get someone else. No. Get Anthony Davis. Do do whatever you got to do. Like, DeMar DeRozan's not the lead guy. DeMar DeRozan's great, but he's a two. Just the same way Kyrie Irving's a two. I love me some Kyrie have, Irving, but he's a two. two. They have two twos on their team. Marcus Aldridge and him. Yeah. Well, Marcus is like a three. No, he's a point. two. He's a two still. You think so? If it would have been if if they would have gotten Demar two years ago when Lamarcus was a one still, I think they could have they could have went with Kawhi. Sound. <sighs> I'm, that I'm, wouldn't have happened. I'm saying if that trade would have happened back then. Yeah. With Demar and and Lamarcus, I think they that would have been a good uh, tandem because Lamarcus was he was balling as uh, yeah. Stephen A. Smith would say. That brother can bull. Yeah. So he can bull is what he says. And I think he's going to wind up retiring as a Spur. Lamar? Uh, Lamarcus. Oh, Lamarcus. He's from there. It just it just makes sense. He almost requested that uh that Kyrie Irving trade, though, on mm-hmm. Greg Popovich. Yo, does Pop really have as much control over that franchise anymore as he did? Yeah. A lot of those guys, I mean, Kawhi dipped. Lamarcus was about to dip. Yeah, but he, he also, them as a, as a franchise, like, they're not going to, break their backs over guys if they want to leave. So if you want to leave, go. We'll we'll figure it out. We'll make it. Yeah. Like and, and they're still winning without him. Yeah, they're not going to win a title without him, but they're still winning. They're still successful. Yeah. Um the same with <clears throat> the same with like Sam Presti in Oklahoma City, like they weren't going to break their back over keeping KD. They're not really doing much after, but they should have. They sold out on they sold out on Westbrook. They have three MVPs and Hall of Famers. And kept the wrong one. Yep. They got rid of three big pieces. Ibaka, Harden, KD. They got rid of Harden. They let Ibaka and KD just walk. Which yeah. was... T- <sighs> That's sad. And, and now the they, would, they wouldn't be able to afford all those guys, but still... That That is a four... That's the biggest what-if ever, like in basketball. That was a big four... Uh, that- and, they, and they had Jeff Green. Before his heart uh, stuff happened. Yeah. That was so, that, that was, team is the Warriors this decade. Basically. They are the Warriors. The Warriors never happen if the Thunder stick together. That's facts. Basically, yeah. I mean, they happen, but they don't have the success. I don't care who the coach is. I don't care if they do or don't get KD. I mean, I'm not saying they don't win at least one, but they're not doing three and four, four straight finals, four and five, whatever the case may be. Beating LeBron, that's not happening. The Thunder are doing that. Thunder were the Warriors before the Warriors. To me. That um, yeah, that team was stacked, loaded. I mean, they made the, the finals the well, James, first year. They all blossomed. James Harden was a six man still. Um, I think Cephalosha was the starting guard, which Cephalosha was right. He was one of the best. Yeah, he was like the Tony Allen of the team. Yeah, but he could shoot too. He could knock down threes. Um, they had Kendrick Perkins. Yeah, who who was still who wasn't the serviceable person. Yeah, he wasn't the guy trying to beat up Drake. Uh. Who else was there? Ibaka was there. Yep. Um, Nick Collison. You can't forget. Nick, Nick Collison. Oh, yeah. the legend. The yeah. GOAT. Yeah. The um, real GOAT. Who was the other player that was there? Oh, Jeff Green was there. Yeah. Man, Jeff Green used to be a matchup nightmare. Uh, he was He was really the first one who played like when they would go small. Like teams would go small. He was their center in some points of the game. Yeah. Um, they were one of the first teams to do that. Them and the Warriors, and I don't know who else would have went small, but that, that's a scary lineup. It was 
<clears throat> so or he would play power forward. It was so they would have at times. That was like the first death lineup. I was just gonna say, I was gonna ask you what you thought was better, the death lineup or the Hamptons five. Hampton Five is uh, killing yeah. the death lineup. Yeah, probably, most likely. The Hampton Five. Yeah. The Steph, Clay, Draymond, KD, and Iguodala. That's blowing the death lineup out of the water. Versus, uh, Westbrook, Harden, KD, Ibaka, and uh, Jeff Green. Mm. That's a damn good lineup too, though. That is one of the best finals ever. Yeah. <clears throat> the Hampton Five versus the OKC death lineup. Hey, you have to. Clone KD, but <laughs> clone him, <laughs> clone him. But that that'd be that that'd incredible. Be watch. Yeah, um, absolutely. Do we want KD on the pod? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Kevin Durant, come on the pod. I love. I, I'm I, love, a, I like I Kevin Durant. Yeah, I like Kevin Durant. Please stay. Please stay. <laughs> do you not like Kevin Durant still? No. Okay. I like Kevin Durant. All right. Cool. I hope he stays. I actually, don't know if I Actually, that. you know what's crazy? A lot of people think it'll repair his image if he leaves. I think it repairs his image if he stays. Yeah. Because he's showing that he's going to stick around. Yeah. Um, and why wouldn't you want to stick around? Let's take that with a grain of salt. You are a warrior fan. True. So you're you're praying for that, which is okay. I'm praying. I'm praying I was praying for LeBron James, and then I got him, and I was like, oh. I'm praying. Yo. Wouldn't that be crazy if he he just did something out of out of the blue like that, like signed with the Katie went to the Kings. I'd, I'd be crazy. okay with it. Of course, runs Harrison Barnes out again. <laughs> get out, Harrison. De'Aaron Fox, yeah, yeah, Buddy ta- Healed. I'll, I'll take Harrison Barnes back. I I love Harrison Barnes. Love Kevin Durant. Harrison that was the only thing that I didn't like about the Kevin Durant signing was we had to get rid of Harrison. Uh, yeah, I loved Harrison Barnes. No, that's fair. That's facts. Um, Ugh, that's nasty. Yeah. Uh, did you see Guy Guy Fieri uh, made him dinner or whatever to try and get yeah. him to stay? Yeah, at his restaurant. Cool. And I went to the comment section and everyone's like, yeah, you know, I ate at his restaurant one time <laughs> and I, it got shut down because the food was just so shitty. I was like, Wait. man, we don't give a fuck what you ate at Guy Fieri's <laughs> restaurant. Like, why are you telling us this? So, so, sorry, restaurants. Cl- <laughs> sorry, some restaurants closed down. Like, you know what I mean? It's one restaurant. He's Guy Fieri. You know, like you're Scott Davis making thirty grand a year at your welding job. Like, no one gives a fuck. Um, it's more fun when we can cut. Chill on, on Scott. Absolutely. Davis. Chill on Scott Davis. I don't know if that was his name, but nothing wrong with welding because my older brother welds, but. That is definitely something a Scott Davis. Man, if Scott Davis doesn't shut the fuck up, Scott Davis talking about, talking about Guy Fieri. He doesn't knock it off. Anyway. Uh, I wonder what else they try and do, though. Like, to try and. Who, Guy Fieri? No. To convince him? Oh. He's, he can't do much else. Yeah. They let him be at the opening thing for the Chase Center. Oh, yeah, that he dressed huge with his freaking. He dressed up like a Caltrans yeah, worker and yeah. went down there and, yeah. Yeah, imagine seeing KD out of construction. Dude, imagine digging him digging, like, imagine him digging it. Spun some rocks I w- down. I've actually, I want to see, like, a, ju- not like, just like a seven foot, seven foot person, like, using a shovel. Like, it would just look awkward to me, I feel like. Kevin Durant. Doing some work on the Like, Chase imagine Joel and B having a shovel and how small it would look, and he just. <laughs> over there digging. So funny. Oh yeah, just goodness. like some of those guys. Like, Jeez. Yeah. Imagine, like, Giannis, Katie, Joel. Is that his name? Is it Giannis or Giannis? I don't know. 
Because you always say Giannis, but everyone calls him Giannis. I, everyone calls him the Greek freak, but he's, I thought it was Giannis. I thought the G was silent. He's good. That's, that's, yeah, the G's for great. Yeah. <laughs> good. Yeah, who cares? Yeah. He's good. He's great. He's, he's, he's great. Goat. He's amazing. That's a perfect transition to the Celtics Bucks. Um, the series tied 1 1 right now between the Boston Celtics and the Milwaukee Bucks going back to the TD Garden. Um, as a Laker fan, I hope nothing more than the Boston Celtics to lose this series, but I think the Celtics got the Bucks number. Go Celtics seven. got a lot of these dudes' numbers, man. I think it's going seven. I'm sticking with Celtics. I'm, I'm sticking with Celtics in seven. I don't know. I don't know if that's what I picked the last time, but that's what if, I got if now. If it goes seven, yeah. I think Kyrie just has more experience. But game seven is in the Fiserv Forum. But so is uh, game seven of the Warriors series when they won two. Not that he doesn't he doesn't have LeBron <clears throat> anymore, but um, he's he's just he's just clutch, and I think he's been there in those Kyrie. Big, big moments. Yeah, yeah. He's been there in those big moments, so I think if it winds up getting the seven, he's going to play really well. And they, the Bucks haven't been in that, in that waters yet. Those uh, tested waters. Yeah, they've only lost in the first round every year, right? This is the first time they made it to the second round. Is it? I, 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 I'm not. If sure. they did, they Something. made it once. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> yeah, they haven't done it multiple times. They haven't <clears throat> so. proved it, and that's why like everyone was riding high on the Bucks, and I was like, and this is the thing with the media, man. The media trips me out because it's like. They don't even go off history. They just go off the moment with stuff. It's because like, sports is momentum based. You know what I mean? Twenty sixteen finals. It's it's it well, the Giants, Super Bowls. They're all momentum. Super Bowl, the the football Giants. Giants World Series. The first one, yeah. All three. Eh, the <clears> first <throat> one. Yeah. No, mainly the first. But one. the but the Giants were nine and seven in those Super Bowl years. The wild card team, and they, and they wound up winning. The go Aaron Rodgers was a wild card until yeah. Yeah, it's, yeah. All, it's all momentum. Mainly, a lot of it's football is momentum based, but but sports in general are huge momentum based, and that's why people ride teams like that that are hot at the right time. Are they piping hot, or are they just yeah. steamy hot? They gotta be piping to win a title. Yeah, I think so too. If they're just kind of you know simmering. Yeah, you're not gonna win nothing when you're simmering. You gotta be piping. Oven's yeah. gotta be fully heated. I gotta be able to. Preheated. Preheated and on. Timer is on and it's going to ding on that championship. <laughs> God. That was terrible. Pie's coming straight out of the oven. <laughs> uh, the pie's coming straight out of the oven? Oh, yeah? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I, um, I just. Yeah. yeah. No, it's all good. Um, I was going to say something, but I'll yeah. censor myself for the viewership. Um. I had a point I was going to make about the Bucks, and I totally forgot now. We were talking about momentum, and I just I spaced it. Yeah, it was something like that. Is it 1-1 is uh, one, one or 2-1? It's 1-1. One, one. Okay. Yeah, Game 3 is going back to Boston. Both teams have been – it's been, like, opposite. One team has been way better in both games. Yeah. Like, Boston was clearly way better in the first game. Smacked them. The Bucks smacked the Celtics in the second game. So Are I there going to be punches in this This is game? kind of the – Is Marcus Smart around? He he is he is coming like I think he's gonna come back. I think he's gonna be there at least I for saw, game four. I saw that mm-hmm. he was progressing in practice, so he's just he's just too tough to not at least tough it out in the, one of those games. I think if they get him back, I, I would pick the Celtics too, even if he's a little bit. He's just that guy, pit bull guy. Just yep, still that a guy. pit bull. She's halfway off the bed. What are you doing? All the YouTube viewers, you can see what's going on. <laughs> Spotify, you can't. Uh, YouTube's free, by the way. Um, <laughs> uh, so yeah, what do you guys think the Lakers are going to do? <laughs> We're not talking about the Lakers. Uh, yeah, Junior Bus is still the team. Um, 
Are we good on Bucks Celtics? I got Celtics in seven. Yeah. Kyrie's gonna I, I go would, off. I, I don't think it's the Bucks time yet. I think it's a little premature. Yeah. I'll take the Bucks. Why not? In seven. I'll say six. Mm. All of his series are in six. He's got Rockets, Raptors, um, fucking Bucks, and Blazers Nuggets. This mm. series is also very interesting. I think that's seven. See, I, I have. A I think all these are seven. All these the except, uh, yeah, yeah, that's six. But that yeah. still could go seven. I, th- I think yeah, five or six too. The conference finals are gonna suck. They're both not gonna be great. Yeah, but I think we knew that going um, in. Unless we got Buck Sixers, like I'm not paying attention to Warriors Blazers. I'm sorry, that that series is done. Yeah. Unless someone gets hurt on Golden State side. But you think the Nuggets Warriors will be better? No, it's a sweep either way. Uh, I'm not anticipating it at all. Like, I, I'm watching. I'm not even watching Blazers Nuggets. You know, I don't care about the Blazers and the Nuggets. You know what's crazy? The the Blazers to me are well. I care about Dame. Are better because of Dame and CJ. Um, but I think the Nuggets will give the Warriors a harder time, just because of all the, the Warriors work. just smacked the Nuggets at the end of the regular season. I know, but thirty they, they at Oracle. Just, I don't know. They just I don't know. I mean, I'm not saying they they would lose to them. Yeah, but I mean they got Jokic, who's a problem for them. Um, if Murray's healthy, which who knows? Yeah, and see that's that's the problem. Like I don't. That's why I don't think they're gonna win that series. That's another reason why I think this series is a. Uh, but I think it is, is gonna go seven. Yeah. And I think Dame's going to have a big game seven, like he, oh, like he does. Another, yeah. another big. He'll have a few games right? where, I mean, they're back in Portland. Um, yeah. I think it was tomorrow. Let's see, I think it is tomorrow, if not Saturday. Warriors don't play until Saturday. Uh, yeah, Warriors don't play until Saturday. Uh, we're recording this on a Thursday night, going up Friday, so, yeah. Uh, let's see. Portland might play Tomorrow. Oh, okay. Tomorrow. Tomorrow and then Sunday. Yeah. Both are in Portland. Um, Yeah, this series, I'm just not too high on. I just don't. You know, it is what it is. I mean, both. Uh, here's my thing. This is why I'm not pumped for it. Because no, both these teams, whoever goes, is gonna lose to whoever wins the other series in yeah. the West. So yeah. it's like, why would I even anticipate? And I mean, Damian Lillard's been incredible. Damian Lillard has emerged and backed up all his shit talking. Finally, he's been talking shit for a very long time by a lot of players. I would never do what Kevin Durant did. I'm better than Russ. He's finally backing it up. I like that. But I just don't see them going into Oracle and stealing a game. You know, I they're mean, they're not gonna steal a series on them. No, no, no one at each position. They're they're worse. I mean, like Steph's a little bit better than Dame. Yeah, Clay's better than CJ. Yep. After that, <laughs> Farouk Aminu and Katie. Yeah, and yeah. Let's try. Uh, Yusef Nurkic. He's, he's out. He's That's out. crazy. That you know, is is Enos Cantor better than Andrew Bogut? Yeah, I think so. Too. I would hope. Yeah, I think so too. <laughs> Bogut's I... thirty-five, four years old. <laughs> yeah. You came and set a screen without breaking his leg. Yeah. Um, look, man, all I know is that he's Patrick Beverly. I'm Kevin Durant. Um, <laughs> that's still a great. That's my favorite quote of the playoffs. I'm Kevin Durant. You know, you know who I am. I, am. You know <laughs> I like that. I like when these players start talking shit. I really do. Um, I feel like I'm the only one taking advantage of the curse thing, by the way, which is okay. But I, you, you don't curse. Why don't you curse? Are, 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 you, are you Christian? Do you go to church? Like, like honestly, I got my. Like, I don't know. You just don't curse? Just choose not to. Nothing wrong with it. Just choose not to. It's not in my uh, vocabulary. No, I mean, I, 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 I would say I do. I just, um, I coach for eight years, so I was around kids all the time. Mm. So I kind of have a sense of myself then. Um, you're good at that whole censorship. Censorship? Thing. Yeah. Yeah. Like, not your opinion, but like the words you're going to use. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. I just don't. 
it doesn't it doesn't enhance anything for me, so I don't use it. You know what I mean? Like there are some moments when I think uh, it fits perfectly, and like uh, Scott Davis. Yeah, <laughs> just just you know when when you have an emotion, uh, I think yeah. it fits, but um, I haven't really gotten too fired up. Did you work? When was the last time you got fired up? Um, uh, I don't know. Good hmm. question. Probably when you guys thought Kyle Kuzma was better than Brandon Ingram. Oh, I, oh, I was fired up. I cannot believe you think Brandon Ingram got more upside. Uh, we're not gonna go. Back <laughs> I was trying to bait you. I was trying to bait you. Yeah. Um, are you gonna take advantage of the curse rule? Uh, eventually. Uh, you haven't cursed once either. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure he's, I will. He's doing a good yeah. job. Now, now I work around kids too, so I kind of oh. have a... I'm real, has there. anyone thrown a table at you yet? Uh, no, I have not. <laughs> I had some kid point at me, but that's about it. Point. Hey, that's... Point. Yeah. <laughs> hey. That's very frowned upon in our class. Oh. But no, no tables thrown. You. Um, yeah. Have you been have you been thrown into a window or slammed against a desk or anything yet? Not yet. <laughs> All right, we'll, we'll get off that. Um, it is now time for that's what's up with Alec White. Alec, oh, go ahead. I gotta pull up some evidence here. Um, All right. So this week's that's what's up. I don't know if you guys, uh, a lot of you why, viewers. Why do we always not to interrupt you? Why no, you're do we good. like your segment comes up and Blake and I are always like looking over? I know. Each I've other, noticed like, that. Like laughing or something. I really. Yeah, I never realized. We said that. this last week, I think. We we like for some reason I don't know why he'll be talking and call me listening. <laughs> we and do then do we'll that. randomly look up at each other. And we'll start <laughs> and uh, then we make it a good plan. You'll yeah, be yeah, killing yeah, yeah, yeah. it, and we just still think it's funny. I don't know why, but anyway, oh, go ahead. Oh yeah. Uh, anyways, uh, so this week's that's what's up is Josh Jacobs to Blake's Raiders. I mean, the guy's story is amazing and. I mean, he was homeless in middle school. I got it right here. Homeless in middle school, slept in back of Chevy Suburban and in motel floors, had no attention until in high school until he posted his highlights on Twitter, lured Alabama, won the title, first running back selected in the draft, will get paid about $6.5 I mean, dude's come a long way. And, you know, I think that generally we're all fans of, you know, people that have stories like that because it makes it more fun and you root for them more. Um, so I don't know. I just, you know, give him major props. And right when I seen it, I was like, you know, that's what's up. That's what I'm going to talk about. So I don't know what you guys are, your guys' thoughts are on that. There's, um, there's a lot of, um, stories like that that come out. Um, Patrick Willis had a, had a story where he raised his, uh, siblings. Yeah. They were basically Mm -hmm. homeless and they could have done a huge 30 for 30 on him and it would have been. They need to. (laughs) Crazy. They need to. Um, Fuck that, we'll do it. Well, and then uh, Michael Orr with the blind side. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, of course. Um, we need to get a hold of HBO. Um, the One of the 49ers linebackers that they drafted, a Giants fan wrote a piece on him, or, or came out and had like an interview and said why he uh, uh, would root for the 49ers now, even though he was a Giants fan. Uh, his uh, The linebacker had been in a party, wasn't drinking. His his The guy who was talking about this, his daughter was there. She was drugged and was being lured out by some guy and the, I can't even remember. And it's bad that it's the 49ers and I can't remember his name, but the, he, he was, he was there and he stepped in and said, she's not going anywhere with you and basically saved her. And so that's why he's rooting for them. And there's just stories like that a lot, but, uh, for some reason the media doesn't always choose to put it out there, which kind of sucks. Cause it's good. But, it's positive. But when it is talked about, it's, it's, it's great. 
you know, like you love to read those. Yeah, um, mm-hmm. absolutely. So, um, props to him and you know Kawhi Leonard. I mean, he drove around that old beater car forever. Still does. Bought his mom, bought his mom a house. Just all, all that stuff. Always. A lot of those guys have their heads in the right direction, but we always hear about the Reuben Fosters and the Tyree Kills and the guys who are beating up on women and kids and doing drugs and all this stuff. And it's like, well, why not shed light on these guys who are who are doing such great things like outside? People don't want to hear that. Yeah, well, well, they do, but it's not as much as the big story is. It's not as juicy. Yeah, it's not as it's not as negative, and negative's compelling. And people N- negativity sells. Yeah, mm-hmm. in the words of Kevin Hart. Yeah, because positivity is going to be big for a moment, but it's not going to be as explosive and carry as much weight. Why is positivity corny? Like even my friends like crack on me if I'm having a good. And I've had a great year. I got I've, especially after the year I had last year. I've had a great fucking year. Like what? Why is it so bad One to word. be happy? One word. Jealousy. Mm. I knew that little mm was coming. Mm. Jealousy. People okay. are jealous. People are jealous when they see someone happier than them. It's like when why people hated on Kevin Durant. They were jealous he was going to go be happy somewhere else. It's I'm guilty of is. that. It's just the way, way it is. People are just jealous of people succeeding. There's always going to be those people. And then there's people that are not like that who are happy for people. Yeah. Um... I think I've kind of turned into that guy, <laughs> even though like being young, like yeah, yeah. I, I used to be a fucking hater. I used to like hate everybody because like, if they were doing easy. better than me. It's like oh fuck them. Yeah. But now it's like, but hey, that's and that's a general mindset. With a lot of people. Get your money. Get your number one record. Get your fucking your podcast or you know whatever the case may be. People need to spread positivity more, but they don't because it's easier to hate. So, um, I yeah, I I link it back to jealousy because people are jealous. Like, you know, so my friends are jealous. Yeah, I've seen you happy. Yeah, because they're not as happy. They're mm-hmm. wondering why they're not as happy as you. Hmm. That's what that's what I would think it is. Some Fair sort enough. Of, some sort of a psychological thing there. Any thoughts, opinions, analysis? I I was just thinking like when we were talking about uh talking about that when we said Tyree Kill, I was like I can't believe we went this whole time and didn't even mention Tyree Kill. Yeah, cause fuck that guy. I don't want. I don't even want it to give light to that. No, guy. fuck, fuck yeah. Tyreek Hill. Yeah, I don't want to talk about to that motherfucker. He needs to be out of the league, right? Yeah, now. Roger Goodell needs to ban him from the league. Didn't he do something? He's on the commissioner's exempt list or something. He's not even on that yet. The Chiefs just banned him from their team activities. I'm like, you. Re- they released Kareem Hunt. Literally, how do the Chiefs have more integrity than the fucking NFL? It's yeah. Because if if the NFL goes on does that, and then they have to go through so many lanes, like there's the player association and stuff like that. It's 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 a messy thing. I would love to see what is not, fucking Demoris Smith still the yeah, fucking. Probably. I'd love to see Demoris fucking Smith get up there and try and defend fucking Tyreek Hill. Yeah, fucking, I punched my son in the chest and fucking he should be scared of me. Son. You should too, bitch. What the fuck is all that? Yeah. Yeah. Fuck. Get the fuck out of here, Tyreek Hill. Go fuck yourself. Yeah. No. no. It's, it's pretty human bad. trash. Yeah. It's pretty bad. Yeah. He, he, being in the NFL and being paid like that and being famous and being able to play the shit you love is a fucking privilege. It's yeah. not a fucking career path. Well, and he already had the you gotta act against right. him when he pre- punched his pregnant wife in the stomach the and same. tried to strangle her. Yeah, same, when he was in college. Same. That's why he fell in the draft. Yeah, fuck this same guy. Dude, he's... Be, be more like Khalil Mack. Be more like Patrick Willis. Yeah. Like, fucking do something with your... Fu- Man, fuck Tyreek Hill. Um, what were we just talking about before Tyreek Hill? Positivity. Yeah. Positivity. Um, oh, were you done with your segment? <laughs> yeah, I was, I was done. Okay. Uh, so I do want to kind of get into that, but I want, I want to get, let you get your segment off real quick. Um, it is now time for, that's hot. 
with <laughs> with Steve Haslam. Steve, go ahead. What's hot? What's hot? What's going on? Uh, I, I want to go uh, into the whole refereeing thing with the Rockets mm. and um, they got how, data. How much? Darryl how much? Data. I hate fans a lot of the times because okay. they, for some reason, they. I feel bad for referees. For for one, it's crazy how referees have been around forever and you don't really know anything about them, which which I think is a good thing too. Yeah. Um, but the crazy thing to me is is that they've got to be the most hated people in the world, or like in, a, like definitely a, in sports as a profession. Like they've got to be like hated. Like who likes them? Besides yeah. maybe the players and stuff like that who who have built relationships with them and talk to them every day and and the league. Like the only going to be liked is because an announcer said it or because he did something like who who knew who dick bavetta was before he did the thing with charles barkley yeah and that's the only reason why he was liked was yeah. because of that whole thing the, it, i don't know how how they are mentally outside of uh the confines of the of the sport but it's got to not be good like they, they've got to be just i mean they've got to be worried about death threats all the time um everyone just Someone what's jumping crazy, them. What's crazy to me is so the NFL, NBA, all that stuff, they want to protect the players from getting um, Hurt. heckled. Well, heckled in the games, right? Mm. So they're starting to do that. What are the referees hearing all game? They've got to be hearing way worse because they're already not liked. Man, I heard bad stuff umpiring Little League. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So, so to go to that level and to hear that all the time, but you're not hearing anything about anything being done to them, like for them. They're no, just they're they not heard just, anything good. They have just as much as a right as those NBA players or the NFL players or any of those guys do to be on that court. They're professionals. Mm-hmm. And what's crazy to me is people expect them to be like robots, to not miss a call, to not show emotion in a, in a, in a spot where they're getting Draymond Green yelling in their face and then Doc Rivers on the other side of the court yelling at them and, and just, just stuff like that. And like, a lot of it is fans that are oblivious to, you know, yeah, their teams and absolutely thinking yeah. they don't do anything wrong. Yeah, um, but to me, it's just like you don't expect Kevin Durant to make every single shot he's going to shoot, or LeBron James to do it. Yeah, these referees are just as much a human as they are, so they're going to miss a call or two. Um, I just the the thing that I expect from from a referee is to call stuff consistently. If they call the game from the very tip off, first pitch. Uh, flip of the coin. If they call it the same way the whole game, I have no problem with it. If, like if they, game one, the if, Rockets if, Warriors. If they're calling, if they're not calling that uh, landing whatever rule, landing spot. Yeah. yeah. If they're not, and, and that's that's so hard to judge because I mean, if you watch James Harden, there was there's a video he was jumping three feet out in front of him. He's that's not his normal shot. Yeah. So so you're just gonna penalize some it just just stuff like that. They're having to, but then there is blatant stuff that's missed. The Saints game that was terrible. Stuff like that happens. And that is bad, but that stuff doesn't happen as much as you would think. Like, there's little stuff that, yeah, okay, that probably wasn't a foul, but they're going to make a mistake like that in a game. It's just, it's just going to happen. It, it, I don't know. It, it just bothers me that fans don't understand um, that side. And it's, it's because there isn't really a lot known about that aspect of it. I mean, referees aren't talked about unless it's in the game. Which, like I said, it's, and it's it always bad. Usually, yeah, they always are getting negative things. James Harden calls out Scott Foster, and who's a great referee? 
But the only reason why people know he's a great referee or would think he's a great referee is because like the announcers Reggie, say so. Or, or Reggie Miller would say, "Oh, he's a great referee." Or Mike Breen or Some, Mark someone, Jackson. Yeah. Someone of something saying that he's a good uh, ref. Otherwise, they're going, "This guy sucks. He's terrible." Most yeah. of those guys are good. Zach Zarba's a great referee. Ed Malloy. Ed Malloy. Uh, Scott Foster's great. Yeah. There's a, there's a lot of uh, they're, they're all most of them are good. There's the young ones that are learning and they're not in the playoffs. Yeah. And that's why there were so many more. Like they can be manipulated. That's why James Harden and all those guys manipulate them in the regular season. Still so, not like that. Um, nah, that was a hot take. She just says so. Do you think that's why? I feel like that's the reason why the leagues have to ride so hard for the referees. Because <clears throat> that's why they gotta find people who talk shit about the referees. They gotta you know yeah ban because they people. gotta protect them. The referees have no support from anyone else. They gotta have some backing from their yeah. employer. And, and what's crazy is, is as much as like. Players are yelling at them during games. You're in, you're in the shot. Just lay down. Just just lay down. What are you doing, Stella? For all the listeners, she's blocking the view of the camera. Lay down. Lay down. Lay down. Lay down. Just lay back down. Do something. There you go. There you go. Um, cool. <laughs> I forgot what I was saying. Yeah. The, um, it's all good. Oh, the, the players. As much as they argue with them and all that stuff, they have a good rapport with them. They yeah. have a good relationship with them. They build that over the years. Like, those veteran officials have really good relationships with the players. Like, you'll see them. They'll talk first-name basis, which, you know, they're, they're colleagues. Like, what up, Scott? What up, Steph? Yeah, yeah. they'll talk, and they'll stand What's there up, and, laugh and joke. Like, Steve Kerr, you'll see him joking with the guys. Same with, you know. Um, Steve Kerr was a player when yeah, some so of these guys were for. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so, but it's just, I, I feel bad for referees. I really do. Because it's it's got to be the most lonely job, it really does. I don't know how they lead normal lives, because yeah. what's crazy is you never see them in anything, and that's why. Or when they do, it's if you try to look up Ed Malloy on Instagram or Twitter, he has no profile. Oh, as far as I know, it's probably because they probably have them hidden somewhere. Yeah. For all all we know, they live on an island by themselves. Yeah. Which is even just lonelier to think about. Um. Yeah, there's not anything really known about them, but they, like I said, they have to, they probably have to meet with psychiatrists every week. I mean, I would think they would have to. I mean, to hear all the stuff that they do all the time, just to be negatively criticized all the time, they can't open the papers, they can't open social media, because they, they would, they would just feel even worse about themselves. Yeah, they would be like a lot of they're teenagers and whatnot and want to kill themselves. They're not liked. Yeah. Which is crazy to me, because it's like, why? Just because they, because they aren't calling the game the way you want it to be called. Yeah. You're, you're not going to like them for that. Come on. That's stupid. Yeah. It's, it, it's terrible. And, um, so I think they get a bad rap. And like I said, sometimes they're going to really badly miss calls like that Saints game. And that's when I do think that they should be a little bit more, uh, get a little bit more of a bad, uh, rap, but they're not missing calls like that all the time. I mean, they're, they're professionals. Like I said, and they're going to miss that... small things. It's just so blatant. Oh yeah, that that was terrible. You heard the crack of the helmets. No, 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 that that was terrible. But like this, this series has been perfectly officiated, in my opinion. Yes. They call game one perfectly. Yes. Like, in their in their confines of their how they wanted to call it, they called it perfectly. Daryl Morey talks a lot more shit than someone should for reaching the conference finals twice. Yeah, to to for them to say that they've been losing both times to the same fucking team. For someone, or for them to say that since 2006 they've been taking. Uh, Daryl Morey, 
is the most one. It's just it, they're they're just being disrespectful towards the league at that point. Daryl Morey does a lot of press and a lot of podcasts. Daryl Morey, if you want to come on the podcast, he's not listening to this. Yeah, I'll, but, flame, I'll flame you. Yo, Daryl Morey, if you want to come on the podcast, if you want to come on the podcast, be more than happy to have you. I'll, fl- I'll flame you, boy. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> no, I'll but flame seriously, you, like, boy. Wh- why? Like, he's he's making it worse on them, too, like, at this point. Like, you, you want to disrespect the league and make it even worse on you? Do that. Do what you he's just did. He's just put a target on their back. Yeah, do what you just did. Like, fam, you're the one that gave 34-year-old injury-prone Chris Paul a max contract. You're the one that overpaid for Clint Capella because you had to because everyone has to overpay for people nowadays. Uh, you know, you're the one that let Ariza walk. You're the one that gave Harden all this money, rightfully so, but hasn't proven anything yet. It's like, and the, I'm not saying, because Darren Morey's a very good GM. I don't make it sound like oh, he's a yeah, bad GM. No. He's not a bad GM at all. He's one of the five, six best GMs we have in the league. But he just talks way too much. But fam, if Bob Myers is not out in the press, you should never be out in the Look press. The Focus on winning a title. All the all the good ones are not doing that stuff. They're they don't have bad. to. They're not giving, trying to give the, the league a black eye when the league's not doing anything wrong. Man, Adam Silver has cleaned up the league so well <sighs> and done so much good, and you're gonna. Try when he got and... Donald Sterling the fuck out of here like yeah. he should have, that let everyone know. He's he's he backs his players up. He meets with them all the time, like. He's just doing everything right. He's out right. in the press. He's doing everything right, saying all the right things, and you're going to try and give that a black eye because you, because your team couldn't perform up to – they missed – did the refs make him miss 27 threes? Did the refs make Chris Paul pull a hammy? Yeah. Or, was, they, or did he just rev his engine a little too hard and he's injury prone and he's 33 and he got hurt? Re- refs did that, huh? Yeah. Like, he, at some point you have to you have to be smarter than that. Like – I feel like when they do this kind of stuff, they are like admitting that though. You know, like in a weird way, when they bit. start when they start doing this bullshit is when it's like, or at least it's obvious to us, like, all right, fam, you don't believe in this team then, or you don't believe in what you're doing. If you're gonna yeah, sit here and blame someone else, it's like, it's like if I blamed a mistake at work on you two. Uh, yeah, I didn't remember, you know, like I don't know, soda on a delivery. It's like, no, you it's do, you your do, fault. You do do that a lot. No, I do do that a lot. <laughs> That is the one thing I do a lot. I don't know how I... That's the easiest thing to remember. It's already, like, bottled up. Now that you've done it a lot, you should think of that. Hey, look, I haven't messed up a lot. Ever ever since uh, since Byron, shout out to Byron, ever since he, uh, he, uh, uh, what's that term? Cornered you and... Reamed? He he didn't corner... No, he didn't ream or corner me. Uh, (laughs) that's nasty. Not really. Uh, no, he didn't ream me. He he gave me a stern talking to in front of everyone in the kitchen. So he reamed you. Sure. Yeah, sure. Yeah, he 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 read me, I guess. But uh, no, I've I've been messing up since then. So you forgot a, a soda like yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> it was not yesterday. It was like a week ago. Oh, about a my week bad. Ago. About a week ago. A week ago. That one. Um. Um. Yeah. I don't know how we got to me forgetting so, two leaders, but. But yeah, I, I think that they. Oh, just blaming people and, and Daryl Morey. And yeah, stuff. he yeah. he's he's backed into a corner and he's just. He's trying to swing his way out of a thing, but he's just—you're getting disqualified, dude. Yeah. Like you're—you're just—you're taking shots in the dark that aren't—that are dumb. And, and what's crazy to me is like fans around like everywhere. This is this is how dumb they are. Is—is is they're buying like a lot of them are buying into it. And it's like, stop. Like you, the ones I that hate are, casual fans. The ones that are buying into it are casual fans who don't watch it and they just go, oh yeah, this guy knows. They go off with the media saying. Yep. Social media effect. Bleacher yeah. Report. And, and that's what he's hoping for, though. See, he's mm-hmm. hoping enough people catch on to where it uh, he has a case. 
But it's it's not a case. He, he has the guy you paid two hundred something million dollars gets the most calls in the league. Yeah. Over anybody. Yeah. And he is not the best player in the league. I don't even think he's top five. No. He proves not it every year. He's not top five. Yeah. Okay, five dudes better right now. He's not. He's not. Yeah. And two of them are on the so, same two team. of them are on the opposing team. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Anything else? Do, do we want to talk about positivity a little more? Because I'm mean, you, you. Uh. You were talking a lot about that Kevin Hart Joe Rogan podcast and how Kevin Hart's a very uplifting guy. Mm-hmm. And uh, we should have Kevin Hart on the podcast. And uh, I like how we think we're just gonna get all like the big names can't even get these dudes, and we're just like, yeah, we should, yeah, we yeah. should get we should get these let guys. Get, on let the me pod. make a call. Yeah, I mean, hey, you gotta know someone to be someone. Uh, well, once we go Hollywood and do all that, you know, well, we'll, I'd we'll love do to it. just hang out with Kevin Hart for a day, anyways. Yeah, well, you did hang out with Adam Levine. We need to get into you and your Epic Record deal. That's at some point. Yeah. And it, it, the record company is Epic Records, so that's not. He didn't get offered a ton of money and turn it down or nothing. It, it was quite the opposite, actually, from what you say. Uh, but one of these days we'll have to we'll have to get into you a little bit. Uh, yeah. Pause. Uh, <laughs> so positivity. Um, I don't know if you want to go in. I don't know if you have any thoughts or anything uh, over negativity. But people hating seeing other people being positive. A lot and of like, it. A lot of it's the social media effect too. I mean, you go through. You know, like we were talking about the comment section. That's that's brutal, man. Fam, I wanted to kill myself you know over some comments I saw you know in my songs. Um, like real real talk. So. I feel like I'm actually bringing KD up and all of this stuff, but you know how he had the burner accounts? Yeah. What's What's crazy to me is you go and look at some um, comment sections or whatever. There's so many people on uh, on Twitter. If you If you were to look at these uh, accounts that are making these negative comments, you'll You'll go to them and you'll be like, "Who Who is this?" You'll like click on them and they'll have like 20 followers. It's people that are making these fake accounts that are not man enough to make that own comment on their own account. So they're going to make this fake account. But these are the same guys who are hating on Kevin Durant for doing that. It's like you can't make your own statement because you're afraid all these other people are going to know that you made this comment. Yeah. But then you're going to hate on this guy for doing that, for for loving, for giving himself love. Um, It's crazy, man. Most of those hate comments are fake accounts. Like, burner accounts yeah they're small accounts that are just no random, one follows random names ha- has the egg as the profile bots, picture that have bots that are following them or whatever and they're just and it's and it's uh it's it's what social media is they can just hide people can just hide and make these blatantly disrespectful comments towards people for no reason I know this is ironic to, to get, say to, to get a reaction to get that knee-jerk reaction out of someone yeah like Kevin Durant yeah. I know this is a little weird to say because, I mean, I guess we're nobodies still, kind of, sort of, but a lot of y'all don't need a voice. We don't give a fuck about what y'all got to say. Ever. I never give a fuck what someone on Twitter has to say. That's why I got off that bullshit. I don't even go on social media to begin with. That shit, it just eats away at your happiness. I mean, it really, to me, it does. I mean, it literally eats away at your happiness. It eats away at your confidence. Like, if you feel really good about yourself, go to... I just realized how loud I was talking. <laughs> go, I'm getting worked up. Go to go to Twitter, go to Instagram, and just look at someone else's shit that's having a rough time or that's a celebrity or whatever. You find horrendous shit for no reason at all. Drake posts a photo of him at the Billboard Music Awards last night or something on his Instagram, you know, champagne poppy and whatnot, 40 million followers. And you read some of those comments. I mean, of course, it's, you know, oh, Drake, you know, I love Drake. Yeah. Oh, he is my poppy, you know, heart eye emoji, all that shit. 
And then you read some other stuff. It's like... Oh, yeah, some hateful, yeah. spite, spiteful, terrible stuff. Yeah. Uh, I, because it goes back to the jealousy thing. They're jealous of his success and his um, 40 million followers. <laughs> yeah. And, and, and him getting the bag and from... And if you uh, click on their profiles, they're fakes. They're, they're, they're side accounts that aren't real because people can just do that. Yeah. And they're not going to get any backlash from it. Because who's who's going to even care, to be honest? Yeah, like, Drake you know, does not care. Yeah. Drake's too busy smoking hookah, sipping and, Tim Hortons. And what's Hortons. crazy is to say that, at the same time, you know they are seeing some of it. Absolutely. Because um, they're human. Yeah. Well, KD made the fake accounts. Cause yeah. But, like I said, everyone's doing that. Yeah. To hate. Um, but, but, yeah, it all stems from jealousy and just people just not... Um, people not being happy with themselves. And I hate that social media has empowered that. I actually saw something. Sorry to cut you off. I saw something a day or two ago that Instagram next week is going to try hiding likes on profile, uh, on certain profiles and whatnot to kind of take away the social media effect, uh, the 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 uh, toxication, I guess, of it, if you will, which I think is great. In- intoxication. Yeah. Yeah. People are intoxicated by that. Yeah. Which, which yeah. I mean, I'm guilty of it too. Like, if I post something oh, off the yeah. podcast or whatever, yeah, and it's like, it's like, um, oh, I only got like eight likes. Like, I, I, I <laughs> that's sad. But like, I literally feel like shit. Like the rest of the fucking day. Like it is so unhealthy, and it's an effect we literally let have over us. Like, it, it just, it's a, it's a switch that you just flip in your head. You know, I feel like a lot of us let social media have that power over us. You don't have to. You can get off it. Like, I was just talking to a, a friend recently. I don't want to name drop because he's going through a rough time. But I was telling him, like, dude, the first thing you need to do is just get off social media. Stop fucking talking about these people. Stop dissing them in your post. Stop saying you're going to do a, a podcast about them. Just get the fuck off all that shit. You might be bored as fuck. You might want to check it 20 times the first few days you're off it because you're just so used to it. But just fight it. You know, try and go a few days, live life, go hang out with friends, you know, go out, have drinks, go, you know, ride a bike, go do run, swim, whatever the case may be. Just get off social media. Promise you'll feel better. That was the one thing for me that worked. Like, I I just got the fuck out of there. I I don't know if it's exactly that, but it's just get rid of negativity. Well, that's what I'm saying. And and, and if that was part of the negativity that it was stemming from, then yeah, get rid of it or or not look at it as much or... try and put blinders on towards that for me like i'm when i'm on twitter i'm not looking at any of that crap i'm looking at uh um like sports stuff you know like woge posting something or woge you know just just stuff like i that's where i get a lot of my news to be honest because it's just quick yeah I'm, i'm not looking at any of the stuff really to be honest uh yeah it's it's I don't know. I, I, I just feel like I, I'm a pretty positive person most of the time anyways. Yeah. So, um, and I just try and instill that wherever I can get, wherever I go. All right. That's my goal. Um, Bam, you got 3000 tweets. Me? <laughs> I, I have, a, I have a couple accounts burners. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> no. Um, anyway. Um, when was the last time you, tw- you haven't tweeted since 2016? That was, that's, yeah. That's the old account? Yeah. Oh. Oh, oh, oh. Where's the new account? I'll I'll show you my new one. All right, cool. I was trying to pull it up. Um, so yeah, I mean, everyone just needs to be more positive. Even people are already positive. You can always be more positive. Yeah. Today, today was crazy. And I don't want to, I don't want to try and like hype myself up. 
But today I was on my way home. I stopped at Holiday to get a sandwich. And, mm. uh, shout out to Holiday. <laughs> shout out to Holiday Sandwiches. <laughs> Best that's sandwiches already, on. That's how I already made my day positive. Bro, I actually know the guy. He didn't give me the job. I know like the hiring dude over there who does like the books and whatnot. Mm-hmm. We need to ask him for some sponsorship money. <laughs> but that's a whole other thing. Um, so I, shout, I'm, shout pulling, I'm pulling into my parking spot. And uh, I almost run over this guy. Mm. This older older gentleman is laying on the ground fixing his truck. And I didn't see him. He's literally underneath the truck. And his leg's hanging out. And I almost ran over his leg. And I kind of get out. And uh, I'm like, ah, you know, I'm going to go in uh, first. And if he's still out here, I'll, you know, say something when, he, when I come out. So I go in and do my stuff, come out. He's still laying underneath the truck working on it. I mean, it's it's not like it's 100 degrees outside, but it's 80. You know, so the pavement's, I'm sure, pretty warm. Hot. hot. Yeah. You know, it's usually like Piping. 15 degrees warmer mm. than what it is. So... Mm. Uh, I put my stuff in the car, I uh, walk around and, uh, I just start talking to him like, Hey, uh, you know, how are, how are you doing? You know, what's, you know, uh, how's it going and stuff like that. And, uh, he's like, well, you know, could be better or whatever. So I start helping him. I start, you know, handing him, uh, stuff. He asked me to hand him stuff. And so I'm helping him fix his truck. And, um, after a little bit, I was just, he, he kind of starts to like get, I think he was, I don't know if he was going to try starting it or whatever, but um i kind of thought you know i didn't want to i didn't want to like overly be there so i kind of was like all right i'm gonna move on with my day but uh to feel like i at least helped him out and he had told me during this whole time i was like how long have you been here he's like oh, probably like an hour and i was like has anyone like said anything to you or like helped you out or whatever he's like no and i was like really now one person before me has come by and said like hey you know because i mean like i said it's hot down there he's yeah he's probably he's probably 65 70 years old and for me, the first thing I thought it was a little, just, it just backs up my thought on a lot of older people are just tough and, uh, hell yeah. Baby and, boomers. Yeah. Fuck. Yeah. Those are the toughest so people alive. So he, you know, so he's down there and all that stuff. And so I, yeah. I, I move on with my day, but as I'm driving away, I'm like, I just felt good. Like, that motherfuckers were a nom at our age. Yeah. <laughs> like they're tough, tough. Like I just legit. Felt, and, and I could see him probably, I don't know if he would have been a nom, but, but anyway. Yeah. He, he was a tough guy like that. Yeah. And so, but driving away, I just felt better about my day. Like Absolutely. I, I felt like, you know, I was the one person out of an hour and a half that he was probably there working that stopped and even offered to help him and said like, Hey, how are you doing? All that stuff. And that, that to me, like, and like I said, I don't want to be tooting my own horn that I had stopped and did all that, but no, if, go if, ahead. if people, if people go out of their way and do that every day, like you'll feel exactly how I felt. Like knowing that you help someone out like that is, is uh, it just made my day. Like even if it was, as 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 I think it's a small thing to do. I, I didn't think it was that big of a deal to do. I would do that a lot of the times, uh, just doing random stuff like that. But people don't think of that as like a normal thing. Like and 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 then they're going to social media and tweeting about it or whatever. Like oh you know I just did this. I fucking hate when actors and <laughs> celebrities and athletes have to like oh we donated ten grand to breast cancer. Just donate ten grand. Just donate ten grand. Why the fuck do you have to comment and post about it? I hate that. Yeah. That makes it so ingenuine when they do that. Every I don't care who the athlete is or whatever. Every time I see that I'm like you're full of shit. You don't even mean it. Cause you're tweeting about it. That's that's like why I said I didn't really want to toot my own horn on it. But unless you're doing some GoFundMe bullshit, you're just tooting your own horn. Yeah. Which you know it's fine. I mean you know you're, you're not. But I I was using it as an example. Yeah. Well, like, you didn't I tweet would, about it. Or nothing. I wouldn't I wouldn't even have told you guys about. We it. We have a real platform. Um. So yeah, it's it's just stuff like that. Like it's 
I positively impacted myself, but I also positively impacted him. Make someone's day. On, on, a, on a day, yeah. And if you do that once a day, like, mm-hmm. that's, you're affecting two people. And, and who knows if it affected his family when he got home or whatever. You know, because he they was... They saw posi- him earlier than... Or he was positive. He had a better mood about his day because he felt like someone helped him or talked to him or, you know, whatever. You know, it could have affected more people than I even know. And you can do that every day. And, and you don't have to go out of your way to do stuff like that. You can just be in a better mood yourself. Yeah. I mean, like I said, I'm a super vibe-oriented person. So if I'm walking into somewhere and it's negative vibes, like, I'm feeding off that. I'm, I'm going to be down automatically a little bit more than I would be. But if I'm coming in and you're coming in and you're, you've got that, that spark, like, people feed off of that. It's, it's contagious. Yeah. It really is. And if you can instill that in people everywhere you go, it's just going to be a better place to live. It really is. Um, I'm not going to lie to you guys. I fucking hated this place like two years ago. Like Anderson. Like yeah. ready. I was like, I want to get the fuck out of here. I want to fucking, you know, I'm not saying that, uh, I don't feel that way now. And not saying I'm ever going to like just stick around my whole life or whatever, yeah. but Definitely a different mindset now. Of course, getting some people in and out of your life does that. You know, if you want to change your life, you got to change people around you. It's simple as that. Well, you got to, like I said, you got to get rid of the negatives. Yeah. Six months ago, I didn't know. I mean, well, I knew you, but like, I, we didn't have a podcast. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, we didn't, I didn't know who you were. Like, you know, and that was not even five months ago. And uh, it's just crazy how when life takes shape and takes form, you know, how the lessons that it teaches you and whatnot. Um, do you have any, uh, any feel good stories? Anything you want to toot your own horn about? No, I mean, I kind of get my feel-good story every day with the job that yeah. I work. Um, you know. I was a special ed teacher, by the way. Yeah, so I mean, you know. Great fucking job. Just uh, being Great able fucking to, job. Being able to see, you know, a kid's face light up who, you know, obviously doesn't get to have the same life experiences that we have. Um, you know, it makes my day every day. And, you know, I try to, you know, make, you talk to all, all of them every day and, you know, try and make their day and. I don't know, it's just, it's a cool job and a cool opportunity because I, you know, you could feel yourself making a difference and, and yeah, so I mean, that's, I basically get to have a feel-good story every day. Yeah, that's, I mean, that's having a positive impact on, on, um, not only kids' lives because that's one of the biggest things you can do in, in, in general is to have a positive impact on a kid's life, but then also people who, yeah, like you said, are, um, I mean, they wish they could live our lives. Oh, dude. yeah. Who, All the kids in yeah. my class want to play sports so bad, but they just can't. Yeah. yeah. They're not, they're not uh, built to do that. It's it, it's it's like, it, I mean, not in the same aspect because we're leading normal lives, but it's it's like us looking at pro athletes in a way. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. We're never going to be them, and it's never going to happen. Well, that's kind of how they are, except even worse. Like, because they're, we're looked at like normally, People in society look at them like they're less mm-hmm. than 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 normal, and that's and that and that and that's sad to me. Yeah. Um, because it's not their fault. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I've al- I've always, <clears throat> and I, the reason, like I said, I had I wanted to have Eric on is because I've always been fascinated by people who just have different lives than me, uh, and who have had it, um, a diff- a more difficult path. For certain things because I can't imagine my life without uh, an arm or not being able to walk or something like that or or like Eric his voice not being no you know normal yeah per se it's just crazy to me to see 
to see people and how they live their lives and how it is normal to them. Um, but for people who are on the outside looking in, it's not normal. Um, I just, I, I, I always, I always, I'm just, I'm just fascinated by stories in general with people. Um, yeah. I just love people in general. So, um, yeah, that's about it. I, uh, yeah. Just love people. Yeah, yeah. Just gotta love people, man. Yeah, just, uh, I, I want to end it on, just, just, if you guys are listening to this and, and you guys have listened to what I've said and, and, and have that positive impact on people, even if it's not a daily thing, even if it's two, three times a week, it's, at least you're thinking about it and you're having a positive impact at least part of the time than zero of the time, you know, so... Definitely. Try it. Try and go out of your way at least once, once every couple days. All right. Fire up the pill. Yeah. Uh, anything else? Nope. That's about it. It's Taco Bell time. That's <laughs> <laughs> it's Taco Bell time. Sponsored by them. Or Sponsored by Taco Bell. Uh, that wouldn't be a bad spot. Let's they, get them on the pod. Get the ball on the pod. They would give us a bag. Taco Bell. <laughs> a bag. A paper bag. A <laughs> <laughs> recycling bag. Yeah. Um. I kind of just want to leave all that positive stuff right where it's at. If you guys have uh, been listening, yeah. or if you guys have been watching, I know you can't see me. We'll figure the camera out a little bit. Uh, thank you for watching. If you made it this far, we really appreciate They're it. We love all you guys. Stella, honestly, so, she's snooze, the real star. Snoozer. I might just put, I might just name the episode Stella. Fuck it. Yeah. Interstella. Oh, inter Interstella. Take it. Take the R out. Yeah. Turn the six upside down. It's a nine now. Oh, uh, <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> Uh, I want to keep it positive. I want to end the podcast with the same song I started it with. Luther Vandross, Never Too Much. For all you millennials, I have no idea what this is. Um, and, and Gen Zers. Shout out to Gen Z. I'm part of Gen Z. We're, we're here. We're riding. We're rocking. We're better than fucking millennials. Steve. I'm a millennial? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you were born uh, between 85 or, uh, uh, sorry, uh, uh, 81 and 96. I'm in this shit. Uh, Luther Vandross, never too much. Thank you guys for listening. We really appreciate it. And we'll see you guys next week.